Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Prospector's Radio Show, the talk show for our community. Please welcome Rich Cooley, Ron Harrison, Indiana Gold Hunter Dennis Dayton, Kathleen Biffle, and your host, Tim Grimes. All right, everybody, welcome back to another edition of Prospector Radio. I'm your host, Tim Grimes, and joining me tonight, as always, I got my co-hosts and good friends here. First off, we got Miss Kathleen Biffle. How are you tonight, Kathleen? Doing well. Doing well. Good to be Missed back. Missed everybody. Yeah, I know, right? It's seems it's like it's ever. been, it's been what, two weeks? Yeah. Two yeah, Sundays, I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, long two weeks, though. Or was it one? I can't even remember. Was it one week we was off? As I think it's when we were in California. Oh, you guys, but then we was off. We were off last week. Last day. week, that was it. Yeah. And Wednesday. Yeah. And yeah. Wednesday. Okay. So, yeah. Wow, it just seems longer, don't it? But it's great to have everybody together again. Yeah. Have the whole crews here. Sure. Welcome back, everyone. Yeah. Welcome back. It's good to be back. You know, missed you guys for sure. Missed our listeners. Right? <laughs> so, what's happening, Kathleen? Oh, you know, getting ready for the holidays. Um, you know, winding down from California. That was That was quite a trip. Mm hmm. We had, a, we had a great time. Oh, we're going to talk a little about that tonight, I hope. And be, oh, in yeah, between all definitely. the other stuff we got going on. Yeah, I definitely want to hear about that from you and Dennis and uh, hear how that went. So I'm, I'm glad you made it tonight. Like I said, missed you. Miss Shad. Glad Shopping for five kids at Christmas. Oh, I feel for you. That, that's a lot of, <laughs> you know, ordering from UPS. <laughs> a lot of Amazon in it, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Like, Our dogs go crazy. The UPS man is tired of coming to your house. <laughs> hey, Dennis got to witness it for, firsthand. <laughs> well, I, I said, let's see. We won't do a show next Sunday because it's Christmas. So right. we'll do a show Wednesday. Boo. Boo, I know, Dennis. We, we don't want to just have one person listening because everybody's out doing their Christmas thing. I guess I just have the Facebook Live Christmas night. There you go. There you go. We're not going to do the show. I think I'll do that too, maybe. But well, I'm voting to do the show. I think we should take a poll. Uh, we'll take a poll Get tonight. Bathroom, All right, we'll take a poll tonight. want to do a I show. I won't be here. Ron won't be here. Rich won't be here. Rich already said he won't be here. Ron won't be here. I, I, I could be here, but I have a house full of people. Yeah, see? So it might be a little loud. It might be me and Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> If my wife will allow it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Christmas. Dang it. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, but there's going to be nobody That'd be a here. a special Christmas edition. Oh, everybody will be hitting a bottle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a fun show, though. Yeah. yeah. It'll be good. All right. Well, Kathleen, I'm glad you can make it tonight. Uh, so, also joining me tonight, we got Mr. Ron Harrison. How are you, Ron? Well, I'm doing great. Doing great. Back in Reno. Yeah, back in Reno, we're uh, going through what was left in the house. We got furniture that we're going to have to set outside to give away whoever wants it, and 
Some of the other pieces I've got left, we'll put in the uh, toy hauler when we bring it out, and she's going through the last of the stuff that we got piled on the floors and the rooms, uh, and boxing up what she wants, and the rest going in the trash. <laughs> then yeah. we'll put it up for sale, and as soon as it sells, we'll be out of here for you know for good, headed to Alabama. And then you're going to head back to Vegas in April, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the plans, unless that's, something comes up. But no, I've I've got plans on being in Vegas. Okay. All right. Let's just make it sure. I'm going to fly to Vegas, so I'm not right. going to drive. I'm I don't blame you. That's just too more much. out driving. I I could imagine you're getting ready to do it again. So I'm glad you can make All it here, Ron. Missed you too, man, and uh, glad you're back. So that's, glad to be back. I'm sure, we're going to have us a fun show tonight. We've got a lot of interesting stuff to talk about. So uh, thanks for being here. Also joining me tonight, we got Mr. Rich Cooley. How are you, Rich? Hello, hello, hello. How we doing? <laughs> doing good, brother. How are you? Pretty good. Besides uh, minus truck difficulties, other than that, I'm doing good. I need to run through my cons yet. I didn't get a chance, and I'm messing with the truck. So, Truck okay, though? Uh, I don't know. I have transmission issues, and uh, I'll kind of take it to the shop tomorrow so if I can get somebody to find out what's wrong with it. Oh, okay. Well, good luck. Uh, the overdrive that. is slipping, so yeah, well, could be lots of things. Yeah, right. Hopefully it's just simple. You know, it could be a mess in the engine. could be mm-hmm. lots of things. could be a torque converter. could be a coal pack. could be a spark plug. <laughs> yeah. It could, could be a ground wire. The list goes on and on and on, right? It's like uh, yeah, yeah. When you Google it, that's all you get. You sure. get it. It could be this. Could be that. Could be this. Could be that. Mm-hmm. Oh, they'll hook it up and be able to tell you exactly what it is. Don't well, have... now there ain't no code. I already tried that. I have a reader myself. Yeah, but there's a special one for the transmissions. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's possible. Yeah. We have an Amish place right down the road that does very good transmission work. So oh, I'm going to cool. take it down there and see if they can help me out. That'd be nice. And I'm sure this is not the only 2006 Ford F-150 they ever worked on. So. <laughs> yeah, not in that area, right? <laughs> Hopefully they'll know as soon as I tell them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, good luck with that, brother. And yeah, I need to get my ride back so we can start prospecting after the first of the year. I'd like to make it back out to Indiana. Jeez, after the first of the year, what are you going to cut, well, cut yeah, through the I ice? I ain't worried about a little snow and <laughs> cold. You're going to cut, cut holes That's in the ice? That's what they have wetsuits and waders for. I know, yeah, I know. Now, now, why is that, Rich? I'm why? right there with you, Rich. Oh, why you guys want to come back out to Indiana? Because I want to get some more good gold. I'm doing good so far. <laughs> I got about two and a half buckets left, and I got chunkers. So. Dude, I seen that picture. It looks That's awesome. Sweet. Yeah, I, I, I got some chunkers, gold. man. They're nice. Very nice. Hey, hey. I tell you what, when we shoveled that material in, that was the ticket. But I think we went down a little bit too deep. We should have went to that next rock and flipped it over. Is what we should have did instead of just going on top of that rock. Yeah. Well, now you know what to do when you get there. Yeah, we're gonna. I'm bringing my big digging bars next there time. There you go. So. so you got a plan. Rich yep. is ready. He'll be in there in his sub zero wetsuit. Well, uh, I think uh, what Patrick sent me a, a video or a picture of it all flooded over again. So did it? That just stirred the pot and put more gold back sure. where we did already. So. Oh yeah, definitely. Very cool though. And well, I Can't know you. I know you'll go. So. We're <laughs> gonna be getting a lot of dredges in that next year. What's oh that? yeah, definitely. Yeah, Rich will be set. Do something there. That'll be awesome. That'll be cool. 
Definitely, yeah. Need to find a place to camp there. Hopefully everything works out with that. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be sweet, definitely. Well, Rich, I'm glad you can make it. Now let's go on to my little buddy himself, Dennis, the Indiana Gold Hunter. Prime time dating. How are you tonight, Dennis? I'm doing good. I'll tell you what, I was glad glad to get back on regular time. California was beautiful, but... I've been working a lot. I've been working a lot of overtime, so I've been, I haven't done any Facebook Live. I haven't, um, I still have a, the, the video to upload on YouTube. I haven't done that yet. Man. Uh, from California. Well, I gotta do some editing. There's, there's a couple times where the camera's running and we were kind of joking around and, you know, the F bomb comes out a couple times. Sure. And, and yeah. I don't know how to edit that stuff out, so <laughs> I gotta figure that out. Yeah. Photo editor. Or, or, yeah. or whatever it is, not photo editor, movie editor. I'll, yeah. I'll probably get with one of you guys, even after the show's over, and maybe I can write some things down and I can load up something where I can do a better job of editing sure. some of the videos. Yeah, that's what you need to do. That way you can clip that stuff I wonder stuff if Shad up. can do that. Yeah. Shad I bet Shad's good. Shad uses Adobe, I know, for his. But... Uh, I know every, yeah, that's people, what takes the longest is, you know, putting it all together. Well, yeah, that's the that's the work part yeah. <laughs> is when you're sitting there doing all the clipping and cutting and moving and jeez. Yeah. You uh, have to be so careful these days, you know, just in case there's a song playing. That's right. Or, yeah. You know? <laughs> Anything. It's like mercy. So good luck with that, brother. But let us know when you get it posted. Post it on the uh, site. You know? Oh, yeah. Chad I, said for a fee. For a small oh, fee. Uh, here we go again. There you go. It never ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no. But I, I, I do want to, before we do get started, uh, guys, I, I do want to take a, a moment of silence. Um, of course, uh, the ones that have been following uh, do know that David Buku Haas uh, has passed away, was well known through the GPAA, um, one of the originals. Yeah. Um, you know, got to do a lot of digging, and uh, I think, I believe he was in some of the some of the films with uh, the master, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Buzzard, yeah. yeah, George, yeah, the Buzzard Massey, and uh, also for uh, Tim, your father, uh, Jake Grimes. Yeah. So I do want to take a, a moment of silence. Well, thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Dennis. We appreciate that, buddy. I really do come from the heart, man. Tell oh, yeah. you. All right, so now on with our usual business here. It's been a while since we've been back. Now tonight, I know we got we're gonna have two special things. Well, a couple special things actually. We got Kathleen's news coming up. We got Cooley's corner with Rich Cooley. We're gonna have uh, announce our winners from our dress like a prospector photo contest uh, i want to thank everybody for being so patient on that because we were supposed to announce the winner last week and with everything going on i like i said thank you for being so patient uh right. it was worth the wait because there's some great prizes and uh hope everybody's gotten in on that dirt hog giveaway too because time's running out on that one to guess the weight of that uh <clears throat> the gold in that pan and uh 
it's been a seems like a lot happening. That's why I, I think I, right now we should just go right to Kathleen's news. I, I there's a lot Let's we need to get it. caught yeah. up on. She got some good stuff. Oh, you ready, Kathleen? <laughs> did I spring that on you? <laughs> did, did we ever get? Did you ever figure out Kathleen like a, a music intro or something? You know the. No, I mean we probably could. <laughs> I, yeah. I think I think we I, I'm going to. I just have not had time. Like a yeah. 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 Something like that, you know, and, and have like, Yeah, have someone. Oh no, not I like that, that one. We, no. <laughs> Kathleen's <laughs> news, dredging up the news with Kathleen. <laughs> yeah, we need to have Kathleen Haroon. Okay. And then have someone announce it. I think that'd be cool. You want it to be like that, like Morse code, sure, like the news thing. Yeah, like the teleprompter. Yeah, like back in the day when they, you know, the Anchorman. That'd be cool. I think that'd be cool. We'll get it. We'll do it. We'll make it happen. Oh yeah. All right. Well, it's time for dredging up the news with Kathleen Biffle. Take it away, Kathleen. All right. So it's been a while, and you know, a lot of. This happens, but I only picked a, a few, you know, key ones so that we could just have something to, to talk about later if we want to. But sure. I'm feeling we have a lot to talk about tonight anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So as Dennis mentioned, uh, you know, the prospecting community lost uh, a very, very influential person, David Bukuhas. He'll be missed. Yep. And he was such a big contributor to the GPAA. Um, that the GPAA in an upcoming publication is putting together um, a commemorative piece. And they had posted that if anybody of you out there has a photo that you have taken with Buku over the years, to please send a copy. Um, and there's a web, web address, and, and Shad can put it out there too, but it's web support at goldprospectors.org. Okay. So, you know, if, you know, look through your archives, you might have something. Yeah. I, I myself didn't, never had the opportunity, but, you know, I always read his articles in the magazine. So, mm-hmm. very, very knowledgeable fellow. He will be missed. Yes. All right. So, uh, last week, gold prices slid 2% Ooh. to a 10-month low, um, while silver prices went down 7%. So, I know... You know, we had that discussion at the, you know, I think like a month ago mm-hmm. about gold prices. Yeah. But uh, what they feel, the, the price has decreased recently just due to the Fed's decision to raise interest rates for the first time in 2016. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, rate hikes typically um, tells you if the economy is improving. And that always hurts gold because it, gold is a non-yielding haven asset. Yeah. So even though these prices have fallen, experts are still optimistic that um, gold's global outlook is going to remain bright. And why? Well, <laughs> the rise in the interest rates is rising faster than what you know what was expected. So that even though that's bad for gold in the short term, um, it's doubted that this will continue for very long. So paired with the energy prices rising, the U.S. labor market tightening, Rising expectations in the U.S. trade policy and inflation expectations. Better outlook for gold. So we'll see. Yep. Keep our fingers crossed. So gold prices as of Friday was. Uh, I keep. I, I saw two different. Two different um, publications this mm-hmm. weekend. One said eleven thirty four. Okay. The other one said eleven thirty eight. So close. 
you know, close enough. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, mm, we won't split hairs. We'll All right. So another big uh, announcement over the last few weeks, Trump, um, you know, he's appointing his cabinet. Mm-hmm. He appoints Oklahoma's Attorney General Scott Pruitt to the EPA Administrator. So this, of course, has conserved conservationists upset because of Pruitt's stance on the climate change and um, what he has openly said is unnecessary EPA regulations. However, um, the pick has others intrigued because this would mean that the EPA is, uh, will be reined in when it comes to excessive regulations and um, this of which hinders progress and other issues that overregulation has imposed on the environment. So we got to see a little bit firsthand, you know, we'll talk about it later with Shannon, uh, you know, about what's going on out west. Right. And, and it really makes you think because uh, because of their stringent rules, it's caused a whole other slew of problems. Sure. You know, you know, with the logging and, and that terrible beetle that's killing the trees. Oh, and it's, at first when I beetle. took a picture of the countryside, I thought it was autumn. Uh-huh. And then Shad had to set me straight because those are evergreens, Kathleen. They're not supposed to turn that <laughs> No, they, they don't get brown. <laughs> no, and it, it was really green. sad. So, Oh, my God, it was. That's, yeah. Uh, um, but, you know, we're hoping that, you know, I, I have a lot of hope with what's going to happen in the next um, four years. So. Yeah. I agree. Let's I agree. What so, finally, in global news, I only have one story in this one. Okay. In Thailand, uh, the, the Chatri Mining Complex is closing its gates. So this will affect over 1,000 miners. Uh, the, for those of you who don't know, the Chatri Gold Mine is the largest gold mine still operating in, in Thailand. And I think it is the only one currently opened. Wow. So according to the Bangkok Post, uh, this starts on January 1st. And this is due in part to the rising environmental conflicts between the Australian-based mining company, Acra Resources, who runs the mine, and the local residents. So that's the last gold mine in, in uh, Thailand. Wow. Gone. All right, so some fun facts. Fun I have facts. Some, a couple, I like A couple fun facts. Fun facts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Fort Knox, fun fact. December 31st, 1941, Fort Knox held 649.6 million ounces of gold. So, um, recently, according to the U.S. Mint, there are currently 147.3 million ounces of gold in Fort Knox. Wow. So, they're just kind of wondering, you know, where's all the gold? (laughs) Overall, Fort Knox has 502.3 million ounces of gold less than 1941. Wow. So, there's your fun fact. Fun fact. Where'd the gold go? Yeah. Is the gold even in Fort Knox? Hmm. I wonder. I wonder. Yeah. Magic question. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Thank you, Kathleen. You're welcome. I like the fun facts as my favorite. Oh yeah, they're fun <laughs> to look up too. Now, did uh, did you guys see about that that one uh, nugget they found up in California? What was it like, seventeen point seven ounces or something? Yeah. No, you know. See that, Rich? That's a big yeah, old. Uh, when was a that? Chunk. That was, uh, oh, wait, I'd have to get my paper. I'm not sure where it was. <laughs> All I know it was California. I it, was just, it was just recently. It was last week, I think. Yeah. Near Jamestown, California. Yeah. 18-ounce gold nugget. 
Good Lord. <laughs> That's amazing. Ow. Yeah. Named it the Groucho Nugget. Named it after his dog. Very cool. Imagine finding something like that when you was up in California. How'd you guys do up there anyway? I know you got to prospect a little. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, we had a great time. We had uh, two days where we could do whatever. The first day we we got to prospect a little bit. It was very cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> somebody said that there wasn't going to be any water in California. Right. So I didn't pack my waders. Okay. Yeah. None of us somebody- did. Jim Hamilton. <laughs> Jimbo. Uh, so, uh, always got water in them. Uh, of course, Jeez. we got drilled by Shannon and says, why did you listen to Jim? Exactly. Why did you listen to Jim? Why didn't you call me? And I'm like, yeah, you know, he's, of course, that prosecutor thing come out of him where he was prosecutor for 20 years. And we, you know, started getting, I'm like, oh, yeah, I, Shannon, I Shannon just has a way of just looking at you and you're just like yes sir (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's (laughs) no water huh jim told you guys it it wasn't that it was so much i mean it was chilly but man that water was freezing it's running down out of the mountains right was coming off of melted snow (laughs) right so you know it's cold yeah oh yeah so i stupid me i just get in there because it's just you know i'm in california right right (laughs) i freeze just get in there. You only live once, right? Right. I'm so, you know, as far as the actual prospecting, that we only had, what, two hours, Dennis? Or? The prospecting, prospecting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you but guys... we did do um, some exploration. Okay. Uh, we got to go, I, for the first time, I got to see an under, you know, a mine that's underground. Mm-hmm. So I've never known anything about hard rock mining, and I learned a lot from you know what what Shannon was talking about. And then you know Dennis got to use his electroscope mm-hmm. down there. It was just really a cool day. You guys, because that was something an experience I, you know, I've never done. Right? So. Did you guys dig in the mine any, or did you just explore? not in the mine? But he did show us what good ore was. And we got to feel it, and it was yeah. pretty cool. And I, I had no idea. All right. So one was like a felt like soap or something, didn't it? Oh, Where you yeah, showed these different really... types of rock in there, and uh-huh. and uh, yeah, it was really cool. And I, and, you know, of course, I've got that on video or recorded, but right. Yeah. So you know, look for the videos to start trickling. Oh, yeah. I know yeah. Shannon did one for camera, mm-hmm. and then of course Dennis did one, and um, the wandering buffaloes eventually. <laughs> good time, though. You guys. You guys did but have a good time. But ours informational. It's more of entertainment. Right. <laughs> but you guys had fun all in all? Oh, yeah. Um, the second day, uh, we got to go to a place where, you know, Amherst thinking about getting a, a claim. Okay. So it, it was just really high up in the mountains. And um, it was just where an old mining camp used to be. Oh, so we thought one day we would explore and just kind of do metal detecting in the tailings. Well, didn't you, you know, guys back then? They didn't have such great equipment that we have today. Right. Well, didn't you? Well, take... they, they are going to claim it. They, they yes, okay. they are going to claim it. And what's really cool? What was really cool about that? And when we drove back there, is you know, I I was just I couldn't believe that you know these guys back in the eighteen hundreds. Mm-hmm had walked and carried right. their equipment sure. that far out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And it not only crazy. did they do it back in the 1800s, 
but when it, when the gold had stopped, um, Shannon would tell us that they mined it in the 1860s or something like that, 1840s, 50s, and 60s. And then, it, of course, it stopped, and then they came back again. What was it, Kathleen, in the 30s and 40s? In the 30s, yeah. And the 30s. So there were some old foundations. And in the 80s. Oh, oh, it's back in the 80s. That's right. It, yeah, seemed like, so. it seemed like every 40 years they were, you know, they it, it would start revived, and then I yeah, get yeah. for some reason leave. And, sure. Um, but the old foundations and some of the old bottles we found and that hole in the side of the mountain there was really yeah, cool. That's you know? cool. I thought you took a metal detector. Did you or no? Yeah, yeah we met oh, yeah. that day. Oh, oh you yeah. did metal detect We found some old artifacts, okay. but I didn't find any nuggets. Okay, but you did metal, metal detector. detector. Oh, nice. You found a nice picker, though. But, but I did that panning the old-fashioned way. Oh, so. So, and with your dowsing rods, though, you found Oh, a- yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> I didn't really use them the whole time because I uh, well the first day we tried but we didn't really have any control over it mm-hmm. but the second day when we were exploring uh, at first I was just trying to you know oh this is where gold will be because you know I'm used to reading the rivers here in the Midwest right well <laughs> that's not true all the time in California okay so I'm like oh I'm just going to use these dowsing rods and sure enough the very first hit I started digging and found a little patch of water to, to pan it because it was pretty dry. Right. And I found a picker, just oh. panning the old-fashioned way. <laughs> That's cool. In California. Uh-huh. It was, I'm going to put that one in a little case because right. that has a story. That's a special one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's just, it was yeah. just really neat for the historical part uh-huh. of it yeah. just to know that this is where the 49ers went. And, sure. You know, they, they walked these same mountainsides yeah. and we got to see the ruins of the the cottage and it was just a, an amazing experience that's really cool i'm glad i wish i would have been there with you guys that uh, sounds like you guys had a blast though I'm yeah I, i'm writing a piece for it but i just i keep going back to the article because i just don't want to miss anything <laughs> right because i'm sure it's overwhelming that was a lot to take in, in i'll tell you days. what though it, it was just a you know, of course, we fl- the first day we flew it at night, so we really couldn't see anything. But right. the next day, starting out going to Alcatraz was awesome. That would be cool. I love going to Alcatraz. Oh, we, took yeah. the, we took the tour. We got on the boat, went to Alcatraz. Um, you know, just being able to see a part of history, you know, where they actually – it was a like a military. Sure. And, the, you know, so, and then, of course, later on, they, they, uh, they built the prison on top. And uh, just to be able to walk through and just see, and you know, of course, they had all the jail cells with the. They left everything there, you know, where they where they tunneled through the the wall. Right. And it's and there's other parts of Alcatraz, I guess, that they don't show you, and it's like I guess there's like a basement, like dungeon, and I, that was pretty much I think the torture part, but yeah, uh, <laughs> solitary, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and we know. got to see the morgue. That was pretty cool. That's creepy. Yeah, a little city room oh, with yeah. just the, <laughs> the wood that they put the body on. Oh and, wow! Um, and I think didn't part of that. I think you could still see bloodstains. Oh wow, that's really creepy. You know, Heck you got to that. see where the ones uh, the one guys escaped. Right. The one you got to see where they um, famous dug escape. a tu- <laughs> dug a little tunnel. Yeah, in the wall. It's genius. And yeah. there, there was four. Four cells. There was. I always thought there was three, but there was actually four. Mm-hmm. There was like two cells side by side, and I had them on Facebook Live. Right. 
and then you would go down about six or eight cells, and then there was two more. So it's just it's just so cool. That's amazing. It'd be it's something to see. I'm sure. You know, it's one of them things you can scratch off your bucket list now for sure, right, Dan? Oh, oh yeah, I, but I'm definitely gonna go back. Yeah, I, we didn't have enough time no. to really to really check it all out, but it's it, it's definitely still on my bucket list because mm-hmm. I want to spend. You know, a half a day there. It'd be nice to really, go down and stay and, a week. And just San right? Francisco in general. I mean, there's a lot of history in that town. Yeah, yeah. And just to be able to to walk around and, and look at it, and because a lot of it, you know, that town was built on, you know, the gold rush. Yeah, so, you guys go down to Pier Thirty Nine? I wanted to, but we ran out of time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not enough time. Dang it. Yeah, it's just. That's why I do want to go back to San Francisco, but, um, you know, it's a great place to visit. Very expensive. Then you want to go oh, down and see the old fort, the Presidio and stuff, where all the yeah big gun turrets were sure. facing yeah. out of the But I tell you what, driving, the ocean. driving on the roads, going up and down the, the roads there, way up the hill and then way down. I mean, it was all, you know, you seen it in the movie, you know, right. what was it, some of the old, old I can't remember, like some the, of the, oh, I don't yeah. know, Starsky and Hutch or whatever it was, no, but, it, you know, yeah. you'd see them <laughs> ramp off the side and go down and ramp off the yeah. side and go, we got to drive on the streets that, you know. With the hills. It's not and how the cars hills, parked were amazing. I mean, if the hill wasn't too steep, they would park along <laughs> with the side of the road. But mm-hmm. if it got too steep, they had to park the car sideways. You mm-hmm. had to pull in sideways. So it was like the cars were leaning one way, then the ho- the homes and the apartments were leaning the other way. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. Yeah. yeah. Different from flat Ohio. Oh, Optical that. illusion. Yeah. 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 That's cool, but, though. But when we finally, though, when we got to um, to where we were going with Shannon, and it was really cool because, uh, you know, I really it, I thanked him then, and, and if he's listening, I'm going to thank him now. Um, he rented us a nice, well, it was kind of like a cabin, but it, it, it was, was like a little cabin y thing. It mm-hmm. was like a triple wide cabin, is what it was. Yeah, it was big. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I mean, it was really nice. Um, the only, the only grocery store they had in town. It was, that was Greeley Hill, wasn't it? Wasn't that the yeah, name? it was Greeley Hill. Hill. And that Greeley was the Hill. only place you could get internet or you know cell service. Well, the library. <laughs> but, well, yeah, the <laughs> library. You only see a handful of homes around there, and this grocery store is so big. And I'm like, where's the people at? You know that there's got to there's going to be a reason why they built something that big. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you're like, okay, I hope they do enough business in here. I mean, they had everything. Yep. For a price. Sure. (laughs) Yeah, I I can imagine a place like that, you know. But, hey, we would go there when we wanted to use the cell phone. (laughs) That's bad. Yeah, and then go to the library to do the show. Yeah, you guys did the the show. show. Which was cool. You know, that was, uh, we could say that was a first. Yeah, sure. we got to talk to Jeff Williams, so that was awesome. That's cool. And, yeah. I mean, you guys were here for it, and that's what was great. You guys made it, and yeah. and thanks again to Shannon for hooking you guys up while you guys was there. He took care of you guys. And and, and the Amra event, as you yeah. guys know, was, was a lot it of was fun. a blast. Oh, my gosh. That, it's, a, it's a shame none of, a, awesome. none of the GPSers won none of the cool prizes, but yeah. hey, maybe next year. Somebody did. Well, yeah, next year you got to be there because I'm telling you right now, you know I'll how hard it is year. to do a four or five hour live show? Uh, I can <laughs> oh, boy. 
Yep. It was. We had a lot of uh, people coming up to you, so it was really hard to stay focused. It is. Yeah, it really is. You know, you just you had what Kathleen Chad and myself, and Mm -hmm. and it's just next year you guys make plans to go. (laughs) Oh yeah, it's so worth it. I'll be there with you next year. You gotta go, man. You gotta go. It's really awesome. And, And just seeing all the small miners together and. You know, really, you know, Shannon, he put together this great video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would have been it got cool to, to it got to meet a lot more people that I've been friends with on Facebook, like Ronnie McCoy and, mm-hmm. uh, oh, man, I'm, see, now I'm, you can tell I'm getting older, I'm forgetting names. But yeah. there was a lot of people that I'm friends with sure. and I talk with, mm-hmm. and I finally got to meet them for the first time. Oh, that's cool. That's why I said it was great that you guys were able to go. You know, you, you needed to be there, and it was good that you guys was able to make it and, and like I said, thanks again to Shannon and Amra for taking care of you guys while you were down there. And oh, yeah. Showing you guys a good time, hooking you up with a nice place to stay. And Jimbo, too. And Jimbo, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and then they took us, uh, of course, we were going to have pizza for the third time of the night. We went to a a uh, Mexican restaurant, really, and it was in a town. Now, that bar is supposed to be the oldest bar in the United States or something like that, wasn't it, or what they were saying? But it's a real small town, a real... Minor town, mm-hmm. real old minor really town. Cool. We went to, and we went to ate at a Mexican restaurant, which was really good. Cool. Oh yeah, nice. So you guys had a lot of pizza, did you? <laughs> well, yeah. they, they, they <laughs> yeah, Shannon ordered pizza, and um, because you know when we when we went dredging, that he had some of his um, other guys with him, mm-hmm. and that evening, of course, he ordered. I don't know how many boxes, several boxes of pizza, and, of course, it was left with us. So that's all we ate was, you know, pizza for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then, <laughs> you know, after going on the third day, he said, hey, let's go eat pizza. I went, uh-uh, no. No more pizza. I said, no, I, that's what I told him. I said, no, I, no more. <laughs> I pizzaed out. So that's when we went into the – and I'm glad because, you know, like I said, we went into that other town, which was only about, what, 15, 20 minutes away, Kathleen? Yeah, and it's really cool that we got to do something different, nice. you know, the yeah. last night there. And it, oh, the food was amazing. Nice. Really it's just amazing. Cool. Yeah. I'm really, really, really good. All right, well, let's take a quick break then, and uh, we'll be back. we got to get out of the Cooley's Corners coming up. Yeah. Everybody. So stick Corner. around for that. Yupper, we will, yupper. We will, he he kind of needs a jingle, too. Yeah, jingle we got to jingle his, too. We'll get, we need two <laughs> jingle angles. All right, everybody, we'll be right back. <laughs> Do you like to mine for gold, enjoy prospecting a nice crack in the bedrock, enjoy getting outdoors to camp, fish, hunt, and hike on your public lands? You plan your trip, load the gear, grab the dog, put the family in the truck, and drive off to a locked gate. The sign says you cannot enter or access your own public lands. Mining claims and public land owned by we the people are being designated as off-limits by our own government every single day. Are you concerned about the direction our government is going? Are you tired of seeing no access, no entry signs on your lands? We are, and we are fighting back. We are AMRA, America Mining Rights Association, the fastest growing small mining advocacy association in America. AMRA is a 501c3 not-for-profit formed by miners, hunters, off-roaders, retired military men, and women to stop the insanity. AMRA was formed to educate, unite, and help the small miners and 
public land users on their rights. Rights given to us by God. Do you want access to great mining claims? For a small tax-deductible donation to their Miners Legal Fund, your family gains access to proven excellent mining claims across America for an entire year. AMRA challenges the USFS, BLM, EPA, and the other agencies intent upon stopping you from enjoying your own lands. You are who pays these people's wages. It is time they listen to us. We need to unite. And that is what AMRA is doing. As you sit here right now, thousands of acres of public lands are being closed, locked, and blocked from use by you. Are you fed up yet? Join us. Get in on this fight and let's restore America to what our families fought and died for. Freedom. Just visit AmericanMiningRights.com. AmericanMiningRights.com. Also, check us out on Facebook at American Mining Rights Association. AmericanMiningRights.com. Just stopped by on my way home. Only found a few specs. Garage looks great. You even got your cleanup sluice set up. Wow, look at all that gold. Yep, that's Jimbo's gold. Who's Jimbo? I thought we were prospecting partners. That's Jimbo's gold pay dirt. Got honey-do list done, happy wife, and left me time to run my pay dirt and watch the big game. No equipment to move, no sore back, plus all that gold and a happy wife? Looks like we're both going to be digging into some Jimbo's gold. Yep, when you can't get to your honey hole because you have honey-do's, just remember Jimbo's gold at www.jimbosgold.com. All right, everybody, we're back, and now it's time for a special segment from our good friend Rich Cooley and Cooley's Corner. Take it away, Rich. <laughs> hey, 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 I'm here. Okay, tonight we're going to talk about classifiers. Uh, basically, classifying is the key to great gold recovery. And if you don't do classifying, uh, sorry, but you might as well just hand your gold over to me because you're throwing gold out. <laughs> Working way too hard. <laughs> yep, yep, I'll guarantee you. Because uh, the reason why you need to do classifying is, for one thing, the main reason is it makes it a lot easier when you go to panning. And actually, if you do it, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about, because... All the classifications, when you classify it out, are going to be all that size of material. So it's either going to be gold or nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's why I found it so easy to do classification because I don't lose any gold when I pay mine out because everything is classified to that certain size of material. If it's smaller, it's going to be in the smallest ones. Now, uh, forgive me if I miss somebody, but there is a lot of different sizes and a lot of different companies, and I just wrote majority of the ones down that I found. Uh, basically, you can call these classifiers a classifier or a sieve is basically what they say. Mm-hmm. Uh, two mesh equals out to about a half inch, which is approximately four holes per square inch. Uh, four mesh is a quarter inch like 16 holes per square inch, like I said, approximately. I'm not an expert, so I'm pretty much saying uh, 8 mesh is 8th inch, approximately 64 holes per square inch. Mm-hmm. Uh, 12 mesh is what they call is one twelfth of an inch. 20 mesh is one twentieth of an inch. It's about the size of window screen. Right. 30 mesh is one thirtieth, which is fine mesh. You have uh, 50 mesh, which is 150th, and super fine mesh. 100 mesh is uh, actually the smallest screen, 
But then I did some checking, and 200 mesh, they do make them, but they're not out there on the market a lot that I know of. I've seen one or two, but they were off-brands. Most popular classifiers are half-inch, quarter-inch, and eighth-inch. Now, it all depends on the area that you are prospecting to what classification you want to classify your material to. Now, out in Idaho, California, Montana, out in the big part of the country that has the bigger nuggets and pickers, they classify their material to half-inch. Mm-hmm. Here in PA, Ohio, East Coast, North Carolina, I classified mine to a quarter-inch out in the field. And what that means is, is basically I run the material through your high banker or through your uh, dredge combination, whatever you have, or your dredge box. I'll put all that material in a tub, and uh, I do test painting out in the field, basically. But uh, when I bring it home is actually when I do all my other classifications. I'll classify it to a quarter inch right away after I take it out and do my testing at the stream. When I get home, I'll classify it to an eighth inch, and then I run my material. I'll pan that eighth inch material out, see if I have any nice pickers. And then I'll run that material through my cleanup sluice that I made, my homemade one, with a special riffle bar set that I have. And all that gold catches in there. So what I do is after it comes out of there, I will classify it to basically 30 mesh, 50 mesh, and 100 mesh. That's mm-hmm. how I do mine. Right. And then I pan those classifications out in that order. Well, they don't have to be in that order, but that's how I usually do it. Right. And when I pan it out, I basically have either, like I said, gold or nothing. You know, once you get into your 100 mesh, then that's when you're getting pretty much your black sand materials. Now, your black sand comes in different sizes. There will be black sand in 30 mesh, 50 mesh, and 100 mesh. Most likely, it'll be 50 mesh and 100 mesh, but there is some 30 mesh that is bigger material. Those are the ones you like to crack. You can heat them up. Uh, Basically, which I don't do here on the East Coast, but out West, they do that a lot. They actually heat them up in a skillet or a pan, get them cherry or red hot, and then dump them in cold water, which it cracks. And then you can actually use a uh, one of those pedestals or you do that also. I tried that, and I found very little, but you do get some small specks of gold that, that are in there. Right. Now, back on classification. Your classifiers, I recommend you clean your classifiers out. You will be surprised. (laughs) Basically, somebody asked on the site here earlier, how do you clean your classifiers? Well, my suggestion is is take the classifier, flip it over a five-gallon bucket. Take a wash hose with a spray nozzle on it and a toothbrush. And take the toothbrush and lightly rub it back and forth, and spray it with a garden hose. That'll push that gold back down into the five-gallon bucket. After you do all your classifiers, take your five-gallon bucket and wash that material into a pan, and pretty much you will have just about clean gold besides a little bit of rocks that are stuck in your classifier. Mm -hmm. And you will be amazed of how much gold (laughs) there is in there. I couldn't believe it. Wow. It was crazy. Especially from down in Alabama, when I went to Alabama mm-hmm. and and I came back and classified all my material, I said, I'm going to clean my classifiers out. And, oh, man, there was a lot of fine gold trapped wow. in them classifiers. So 
I do have some of the manufacturers' names. Uh, like I said, there's all different types of classifiers. Uh, we have Garrett, Joby, Pioneer, Kickin' Donkey, uh, Fisher, Keen, Gold Rush, Stansport, and Martin, and also Camel Nesting. Camel Nesting and Martin, they have different types of classifiers. Camel Nesting are the 4-inch classifiers that come in different sizes, and they are basically for, I would say, they don't have to, but basically East Coast prospecting because when you only have a small amount of material that you want to classify, those are excellent for that. Okay. And they fit right on top of each other. Like I said, they're only four inches, but if you only do a little bit of material, they are good for that. Also, Martin makes a product that has a classifier base. And the screens are removable for all different sizes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they also have your your half inch, your quarter, your they have all the meshes, I believe. Um, the hundred, fifty, thirty, and I think they might even have a seventy also. Oh, okay. I did forget the seventy, but they do make a seventy mesh also. Uh, basically, I have made classifier buckets before also i've actually took a bucket you can drill quarter inch holes and an eighth inch holes in it use that at the stream or the site of course we have our wonderful sponsors uh we have the gold fever buckets if you go on the site there the gold fever buckets are awesome i actually made one almost just like that i took some uh quarter inch screen cut the triangles out in the bottom of it put the uh, quarter inch screen in there but uh, on the site there, they sell the whole set of them. So if you're interested in the Gold Fever buckets, go on the site there and you check them out. They work really good. Now, Rich, uh, I, I'm not trying to interrupt you here, buddy, but I liked what you did. You you made yours out of uh, – and I saw you use them when you came to Pirate's Cove. It's like a mm-hmm. you took a five-gallon bucket and then put the screen on the bottom. Yep, and you yep, can like I, run it into another bucket. Yeah, I used the washing machine effect. Basically, I took a Lowe's bucket, which is a gray bucket, and it is smaller than a regular five-gallon bucket. It fits right down in the bucket, and that's the key. Make sure the bucket fits down in the other bucket without getting tight. Mm-hmm. The Lowe's yeah. buckets, they fit right down in, nice and loose. So basically, I cut the triangles out the bottom, put the screen in, put some uh, screws and nuts on it, held it fast. I take about a shovel of material or a shovel and a half or two shovels, put them in there. First, I put water in the five-gallon bucket, put my classifier down in, put one or two shovels in, and then I lift up on the bucket, and I swish it back and forth and up and down like a washing machine. And it'll take all those small particles, classified material, and drop it right down in the bucket. And all your bigger stones will be in your upper classifier. And all you do is tilt it back, check to make sure you don't have any big nuggets or pickers in there, and toss them. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what I was doing at Alabama when I was uh, doing sniping. I classified it the quarter inch and then I brought them in and did the same thing with eighth inch. And, uh, all right, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> all right, buddy. All right, uh, classifiers. I wanted to know about the crew. What classifiers do you guys use? Yeah. I, I like to use... And, and I've used the other ones, and you were talking about, and, and I like what you did, how you made yours, but I like the Martin, because the Martin, it actually, mo- you know, most of your, and all the classifiers work, they're all good, but I prefer the Martin because 
the Martin classifier actually sits three inches down inside your five-gallon bucket. So you can fill that five-gallon bucket up with water. That classifier sits down inside the the five-gallon bucket, and hardly, very seldom do you actually have to continually add water. You just fill that five-gallon bucket up, throw your return classifier. Yep, very good out, point. Dump it and, and then put it back in and go. You're not you're not constantly scooping water in a bucket or on top of the material to wash it. Yeah, very good point, Dennis. Some of the classifiers do fit the five-gallon buckets, but they're not a tight seal. And what happens is, is when you dump water in on top of it, the water should actually stay in the classifier so you can turn the classifier back and forth to wash the material out. If you've got to keep dumping water in and your water leaks out of your five-gallon bucket right around the rim, it's not, it doesn't have a good seal, and, and, and that's kind of a pain because you've got to keep pouring water in it. Sure. Yep. That's why I used a five-gallon bucket because I can classify my material out there with that five-gallon bucket and keep the water in the bucket. Right. And you know, you I don't can, have to keep putting water, water in. And you could actually classify a lot more material because I saw you. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can hold that five gallon oh, bucket yeah. up, man. And I mean, I think you ought to do a video on that, Rich, or or something because that's really cool. Yeah. How you know? What I mean, when I was watching, I was like, man, he, he's classifying more material. Yeah, I, I filled six five gallon buckets in like twenty minutes. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't take long at all. No, it, it's don't. So that's what I use, Rich. I use the gold fever buckets. Uh, yeah. It, when, it when? actually took longer to carry them up to the truck than it did to freaking get the material. Sure, but <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm like Kathleen though; I hate classifying. So yeah, classifying is my favorite. I guess we got to give Rich I, our gold because I just hate it. I'd what, have to. I have to like go with Dennis though with the Martin classifier. You know, I I didn't know anything about it until Dennis showed me, and mm -hmm. it is a lot easier to use mm -hmm. because of that seal oh, yeah. and. Yeah, you'll, you'll love the five-gallon bucket. Once you do yeah. that, you'll you'll never go back. No, I mean, a, you'll use the other one at home, but out in sure. the field, it's a whole new world. Yeah, you'll you'll like it out there because it's a lot faster out mm -hmm. in the field. You'll be able to get a lot more material done now. Yeah, way. that's what I liked about it. I, I saw how much material you put in. I'm like, man, you're moving like three times what yeah. I what I was doing with mine. And that's why we were higher banking a lot down there. We were we were getting a lot of material in in a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. You guys are. So when I'm dredging, I use I uh, after I get done dredging, I just pour what I get out of my cons on my for my mats through an eight, and then after uh, I classify to an eight, I'll uh, pan those out first, and then I'll go through what's left, and that's all I do with that. But now when I used to run a sluice in the river a lot, I used a quarter. And I would mm -hmm. uh, class fine down to a quarter and uh, before I would start going through the... I never really used too many, uh, but quarter. Now when I'm cracking crevices, I use a 20. Or, oh, oh, really? Or I use or I use a kitchen sieve, something like, uh, you know, that the wife will use for straining. You know, you might shake out some water out of vegetables or something, but... And those are primarily all... Uh, they're equal to a size 20, and that's what I use for cracking crevices. Hmm. I run everything through that, so I either have plus or minus 20s, hmm. you know. Yeah, and only two sizes I use. I only ones I carry is a 12 and a 20, and that's it. I don't use anything else. Hmm. Like I said, but since I'm mainly all I <laughs> have done for years now is dredging, so but I just use an eighth and just do it one time and then go through my pan of cons, what I have twice, and... That's it. 
Yeah. How about you, Tim? The, the gold fever buckets. That's it for me. Yeah. I, I do got a classifier, but it's a half inch, and I never really use it. So, like I said, if I classify, I do like to use the gold fever buckets because, like you, they're fast. They're I can classify a buttload of material in minutes. And it's yeah, some dumb, of that some of that know? screen is hard to find. It is. I mean, you just can't go to the local hardware store and get. I mean, you can get different type of rabbit fence and yeah. stuff like that, but they only come in like quarter inch. I mean, right. to, to get the eighth inch, they're they're hard to find, and to get anything smaller than that, oh yeah, it's, I just, it's tough. I don't like you. I just really enjoy them. And, and, and the gold fever buckets, they're stainless, so I right. mean, you won't have to worry about them rusting and stuff. No, they're either. nice. They're yeah, you want nice. to try to get your. I was going to say the classifier screens. Try to get them in metal, stainless or something. Yeah. If you, if you, uh, you know, uh, I don't want to knock anyone's product, but when you buy those uh, plastic classifiers. You kind of kind of getting what you pay for there because it that's, doesn't take long and you're busting them through. That's what my half inch is plastic. It's just all plastic. Yeah, especially plastic. in the cold. I mean, prospectors we got in the cold. Some of us, mm-hmm. the polar bear club. <laughs> you yeah, know, you go to throw it up on the bank and crash. Crack. You know, <laughs> you know that that was the problem with Shad. You know, he would he was always breaking them. Oh, it gets cold. But the Martin oh, one, yeah. you know, it seems to be put. I don't know. Is it a different type of plastic? But it's a lot. Very durable. Yeah, yeah, could be. Yeah, could be. It's the only one he hasn't broken yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But all my screens, they're all uh, they're all pop riveted all the way in. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, all the way around. And, yeah. And to get back to cleaning them, is what I is what I do is I'll turn them over, and uh, just on on a uh, uh, hard surface, and I'll tap the backside of the class fires. But then I'll take a screwdriver that's got a thin blade on it, and I'll I'll take and open up the sides around because uh, it'll catch down in between the plastic and the the metal that's pop riveted around. Because yeah. my metal screens have a ring all the way around them too. Yeah. I wish I knew could think of the names of them, but I've had them for years. But and then I just tap them, you know, upside down to get that uh, material out. And like Rich said, there's gold in it. So, Rich, if somebody didn't have a class bar, you say they should just snatch their wife's colander and at least classify that Oh, I didn't that say route? that. Don't get me in the doghouse. <laughs> That's okay, what I heard. We're going to have a caller call in here. Okay. And uh, she should be calling here. Okay. I'll be watching. And what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about a product called the Earthquake. Oh, that's probably her right here, Rich. Let me see. All right. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Lou from Alabama. It is. It's our caller, Rich. There she is. How you doing, Lou? Hey, Lou. I'm doing. Hi, Lou. <laughs> Hi. The reason why I picked Lou is because I loved this thing when we were down in Alabama. We went out, and uh, of course, everybody knows we were down there for our GPS outing, and we brought a lot of material back, and we used this thing called an earthquake, and mm-hmm. I'd never seen it before, and why don't you talk a little bit about it, Lou? Well, uh, being as old as I am, and I just put the link up to it in chat. Okay. Um, I couldn't lean over those buckets. Like you said, you have to put a screen down into a bucket and rotate it back and forth to classify. And if you use your hand to try to shuffle the material, you end up punching holes in your screen. It's a mess. Okay. So, down the earthquake. Love that thing. Mm-hmm. It's a vibrating table 
that the screen sits in and underneath there's a bucket. So you can pile three, four, five screens up if you want. They've got a kit to where it'll help you run water so you don't have to pour water to it. Mm-hmm. But Robert went ahead and just put a a bilge pump and a recirculating system and piped in a, a shower head over top of it. Yeah, that was sweet. That worked great. Because like most miners, we figure we can do <laughs> build it bigger and better. Yeah. And around the bottom, we put in a uh, a plastic sheath. Mm-hmm. I like the material that. from jumping out of the bottom bucket. Yeah, if like anyone that. goes to the site that I punched into chat, they can pull that thing up and actually watch the video on it. We can run so much material through that. And normally, we'll run, um, like I bought a Keen, the whole series of Keen sieves or screens. And love them, except for they didn't have a 70. And since I run a uh, shaker table, we needed a 70. So I bought the Joby series just to get the 70 screen. And we run our material 20, 30, 30, 50, 50, 70, 70, 100, minus 100. And if I could find a 200 screen, I'd own one of those too. Now, Lou, but, um, I have a question. Sure. On the earthquake, uh, is this something that has wheels where it's portable and you could take it in the field, or is it something that it's more for when you're at home and you're in your in your gold room or <laughs> garage or whatever and use it then? It's got wheels. Um, now, I think they sell it with the wheels, but if you buy the kit and you don't have wheels, pop some wheels on that bad boy. They show demonstrations of it being out in the field because if you're running a, a bilge pump on it, to recirculate your water, you just throw a battery on the ground and hook it up, a little 12-volt job. I'm telling you, it'll save your back. It's so fast. And you can dig straight from from a gravel bar or whatever straight into your screen Hmm. and classify it on down. Yeah, I've had... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, like Rich said, the importance of classification is I mean, it just can't, you can't say it enough times, you've got to classify. Yeah, especially when you use a shaker table, too. I mean, definitely. Anything, a miller table, a shaker table, a, a, a blue bowl. Sounds like a lot candy. of work, but it'll save you a lot of work. Right. I've had, well, mine, yeah. I've had my earthquake classifier for three years now, and I've <laughs> actually got a video on YouTube as well, and I tell you what, I swear by that thing. I am so glad that I've got one. They are amazing. Well, what blew my mind is the very first year that that I was out there trying to do my prospecting and learn everything. We went and screamed down to minus hundred, and we ran that thing on a blue bowl. And if we'd have had, if we had not classified it, this would have never occurred. But we spun everything minus 100 off in a blue bowl. And what was left looked like face powder. It, it was brown. It didn't look like gold. But we went ahead and sucked it all up in a snuffer and dried it. We filled a one-ounce vial with it. Now, not to say there was an ounce of gold in there because it, it was so white. Um, took my falcon and hit it with a falcon, which is just a little bitty metal detector, and it sounded it off. So we threw it in a curve, one of those... Uh, little tabletop 
smelters. Sure enough, it was gold, nice. but it minus hundred, and it looked like glittery face powder. It was brown. <laughs> you could cover good gold at minus hundred, even. Wow. Yeah, I, I loved seeing that gold on that table. That was that was crazy, you know. I can imagine, like you know, for Gold Rush and, and all that, to just see that line of gold going down there is it, it was crazy. That was awesome. Well, now we've had a line of gold that's not as thick as theirs, and yeah. it's not as heavy as theirs. Mm-hmm. But I love the shaker table too. So, but the earthquake for me was probably if I could only have three pieces of equipment. It'd probably be my dredge, my earthquake, and my blue bowl, to be honest. Because oh, really? I would, have thought, I would have thought you would have choose the shaker table over a blue bowl, Lou. Can't take the shaker table because you have to mount that bad boy down, or else the vibration will knock your gold loose. Yeah, makes sense. So if I have to only choose three pieces, that would be the three I'd go with. Okay. All right. Good to know. Yeah. Don't don't get me wrong. I love the shaker table, but it's yeah. it's mounted in in concrete. It ain't right. you know. I'm planning on going to Gold Rush next year. Yeah. I'm bringing the earthquake, the edge, <laughs> and the blue ball. Right, yeah. but if you're doing a lot more material, the shaker table is the ticket because you can run a lot more material than a blue ball. And a blue ball takes a little. Yeah, bit Yeah, well, when we were dredging full time, um, we were probably running Robert. How much would you say? Two tons of material. Went back up thirty buckets. Of yeah, we'd have concentrates, and then yeah, yeah we'd back up thirty buckets, five gallon buckets plus a fifty-five gallon drum, and we'd be out of buckets. Is the only reason we go ahead and break down our cons. Wow. Yeah, you're not doing all that through a blue bowl, you know. Mm-mm. No, no, that's. Don't get me wrong. Blue bowls are good. Blue bowls are good, but. When you're running a lot of material like that, it you know, you have to pick a, a key thing for a certain time, you know. Yeah, we'd run it across the shaker table and then spin off any any little bits of uh, black sand that were left that uh-huh. was heavy. Run them in a the blue ball. Spin it off on the blue ball. There you go. So, you know, it was easy. When you're running that much material, you have to get it down to a science almost. Oh, yeah. Well, you guys definitely had it down, I'll tell you. You had it down. But uh, it's worth it's worth the money Oh yeah. to buy the earthquake, especially when you get to be our age. Because yeah. You, yeah. Just, you can't lean over them buckets all day long. It'll kill you. Yeah, and you can't use them like a washing machine all the time either. That does get your back. Sure. <laughs> and your wrist. You get them on the, with the wheels because I've got the water, you know, and the wheels, and they're so lightweight. You know, it's you can just pull it anywhere. Well, oh. Dennis, I actually seen your video that you had yours down at uh, Pirates Cove. Pirates Cove, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think and you it, had a video of it down there. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah, I think I got a couple of videos on them. They're they're just so lightweight, you know, easy to to take wherever you want. When, you know, as long as you got the wheels on them. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll try yeah, that you, since I don't if like you have to travel a long distance. The, the thing bolts together, so you can break it down, mm-hmm. and it'll lay almost flat. Interesting. Yep. Especially good if you got to move uh, or classify a lot of material for sure, right? right? 
Oh yeah, that that would be definitely good for the sniping part. There, what, you know, what's the cost on them? Yeah. Hey, what's the cost on them? Roughly. He had one that was ugly. He said it, he tried staining it and it came out pink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Well, I'll take the ugly one then. How much of a discount do I get since it's pink?" So, I think normally they're around five or five fifty. Mm-hmm. But I think I got for I think he knocked a hundred dollars off or shipped oh, it cool. for free. I don't remember. It was years ago, and we've replaced the little motor on it twice. Mm-hmm. Oh, and really? And then we found out you could just replace the brushes in the little motor. Right. But most people aren't going to run it as heavy as we did. Okay. Because we would run for three days trying to clean up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they hard. normally run 450 and then uh, if you want the wheel kit, it's 500 Okay. And then if you want the water kit, it's total 575 so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I couldn't remember. It's been three, four years ago when I bought it. Yeah. Very interesting. All right, so that's like the only big type classifier there is, right? That, Pretty much that, that I know of, that, anyway. Yeah. Okay. Without hey, there is another one on the market. I've seen it. I think um, Robert, the guy who built uh, the little fleece that you put underneath the gold lab. Angus McCurt. Angus McCurt had a had oh, okay. a smaller version. Oh, okay. A little bit smaller. All right. Interesting. So there is a another option, but that basically does the same thing. Yeah, you thing. you just Google it and see oh, what okay. comes up. There's there's another one out there. I thought, hmm. but I like the stability of the earthquake. All right. Very cool. Plus, I'm used to it. I'm, right. It's something that you're used. You've been running it for years, like you said. Right. And you love it. You swear yeah, by years it. Years and years. We have. <laughs> We've run the dog tar out of that thing. Yeah, I've, and I've only replaced the motor on mine once. So, and I've run. The heck out of mine, too. Mm-hmm. So, a great piece of equipment. So, you can replace the motors out of the um, Harbor Freight. Yep. Just, well, that's good. It's easy. You know, 50 bucks and you got the thing back up and running. Sweet. Very nice. What, the vibrator motors? What did you pick up at Harbor Freight? Yep. We, we replaced the motor at Harbor Freight, and then Robert got to looking at it and went, wait a minute. The brushes are wearing out because. Oh, okay. It's um, it, yeah, it's a motor, and and you're putting it on a on a real hard axis then. Mm-hmm. Sure. So we just went to the eBay and found the brushes out of China, and now he just rebuilt it. Yeah, it's easy. Oh, okay. Throw a new set of brushes in, boom, done. Back in action. To yeah, it another. starts slowing down. You'll tell because the vibration motion mm-hmm. starts slowing. Oh, and nice. another trick too is if you buy one of these things. Um, you can stack your screens in there, so, but the trick is not to overload the top screen, because if it's too heavy, it puts more drag on the motor. Now, is um, it fast, Lou? I didn't get to see this thing run. Is it fast? Oh, it might, yeah. Yeah, it's real fast. Okay. Uh, the only <laughs> suggestion I have is, though, a lot of people have a tendency, they want to put their hand down there and move the material. Uh-huh. And when you're running a 20 screen or a 30 screen and you start trying to push material, you're going to disrupt the larger material is going to push through. You know, it might be a, a 20 going through a 30 or something. I don't know. Right. Yeah, I could you can the screen, screen. Yeah, you open up the opening. 
okay. a little bit bigger than what they're supposed to be. So then if you do put it in it to a blue bowl or something, you've got to, you know, those little pieces that are a little bit bigger, they're going to knock out something smaller, right. pure star. Right. Okay. Nice. Very yeah, nice. Thanks, thanks for calling oh in, God, That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sometime, yeah, well, Tim, maybe you'll get to see Dennis with his setup up there. If he uh, could set it up somewhere, you know, when you guys yeah. meet up. Yeah, maybe See how it works. It's fast. It saves your back too. I mean, it's just so amazing how, and and I agree with Lou. It, that would be one of my top, my top three. Uh, you were talking, Lou, on your top three. I think my top three is yeah. would definitely be my dredge, my earthquake classifier, and the little gold spinner. There you yeah, go. whereas I went with the blue balls. So yeah, we're pretty we're pretty neck and neck on our choice of material. Yeah. Yep. All right, well, Lou, thank you again for calling in and for telling us all about that pretty fancy piece of equipment there. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it, Lou. Thank you. See it run now. Earthquake classifier. Just Google it. Check it out. It's. I know it's kind of pricey, mm-hmm. but it's Twice. worth its weight in gold. No pun yes. intended. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, awesome. you can you can do dry material to it too. All right, yep. like for dry washing. That's cool. Yep. See, that's a great piece of equipment. Yeah, I'll check Dennis's out one of these days for sure. Then, you know, something I got. Well, when you co- when you God come up, I'll bring have it. A Merry All Christmas. Right. All right, you, you too, Lou. You Merry too, Christmas. Lou. You too, Lou. Thank you. Thanks, Lou. Thanks, Thanks Robert. Bye, 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 guys. All right, everybody, we're gonna take a quick break, and we will be right back after these messages. In 1858, gold was discovered in the rivers of New Caledonia. This discovery would spark a massive gold rush. Today, the search for gold is much easier, yet still challenging with Dirt Hog Pay Dirt. At Dirt Hog, we pride ourselves on our gold and guaranteed gold amounts. Just visit DirtHogPayDirt.com today and buy yourself a bag of the best pay dirt concentrates on the market. Order with confidence in Canada and North America. DirtHogPayDirt.com, the best gold concentrates on the market, period. Also, be sure to check out our Honest Bonus program. Attention prospectors. Gold prices are on the rise, and to get gold, you will need the right equipment. That is why you should check out Dayton Prospecting with the best and newest products on the market, including the Martin Water Table, sluices, pans, and so much more. Visit the website at www.daytonprospecting.com or call 812-525-7155, daytonprospecting.com. Can't get enough of the gold shows on TV? Then go to YouTube and type in Dennis Dayton for more Indiana Gold Hunter adventures. All right, everybody, we're back, and we're live on Prospector Radio. Remember, if you got a question or a comment, you can give us a call at 419-520-7574. Hey, Rich, great I, segment, buddy. Really oh, thank you. Really I, I want to give a little shout-out yeah. real, real quick. Uh, actually, I want to let everybody know, you need to make sure that you support your local chapters, either being GPAA or any gold group that you have in your area or a metal detecting group or gem group or whatever, you know, I, I actually met some people. I was at a Mason Dixon chapter here in PA. We had our, uh, a meeting uh-huh. and, uh, I met some people there. that were really nice. Uh, Carrie Myers, she is actually in the site here and her son, Trent. Uh-huh. And, um, of course he's just a little guy starting out and they are our future. So, I mean, Definitely su- support the sites, and we had a good time. We had a uh, little 
and it wasn't an outing. Basically, everybody got together, and uh, we had breakfast there, and then we had our meeting, and we also uh, they handed out some gifts, and we won some pickers and some other prizes and stuff giveaways. So it's a good time, and uh, it's also a chance to you know to support your club and buy tickets and uh, actually put money back into the club to help them out. Yeah, definitely, so. definitely, definitely. I like that, Rich, because that's the truth, you know, without a doubt. Now, uh, I know we uh, got a couple things to take care of. I think we need to announce the winner of our Dress Like a Prospector photo contest. Oh, yes. That was oh, so yeah. fun. Time. That's right, because I know they've been patiently waiting, I'm sure. So many good pictures. There yeah. was. You know, I would like to see more, you know, but maybe the next one will get more, because the next one's going to be dressed like a pirate. Uh, photo oh, that'll be cool. That'll be the next one. We'll, maybe we'll do that in January. Okay? But, uh, yeah, I want to thank everybody for sending in those great pictures. And, uh, you know, we wish everyone of us could have been a winner, but everybody voted, sent their votes. I have the the three names. So the first place is going to get that awesome Dennis Dayton original sluice box. Tell them about that, Dennis. It is one of my, it's my backpack sluice box, and it actually is a limited, uh, actually it's the only run I'm doing in that color, so. Oh. Are yep, you, are it's you, just a just nice. a small backpack sluice box that you can throw in your backpack, and you ever go camping or, you know, go to a small stream or something where, you know, you don't, it's, stream's not big enough to take a, pretty much a high banker or, you know, whatever, and. Just throw in the backpack and go. Mm-hmm. Very cool, and thank you for donating that great prize for this contest. And somebody's really going to enjoy that. Are you going to sign it? Oh yeah, it'd be, it'd be a surprise for the for, for the, the winner. I think you should. Yeah. I think you should. Oh yeah, it's going to be signed. It'll be, uh, yeah, you should. It'll be interesting. It's when a he gets Dennis Dayton original, so you know you got to sign it. I mean, that's just my opinion, but cool, brother. I'm glad. And uh, so. Let's go ahead and announce the winner of that. So there, there's three winners. So this is the first place prize, the sluice box from Dennis Dayton. And the winner of the first place prize goes to, I don't have a drum roll. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. Ray Russo. <laughs> Congratulations, Ray. Razor. 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 You won the sluice box. Now. Second place, we have the banjo pan that we had at the GPA Golden Treasure Shows and had autographed by everybody that we could catch. We had them sign it, and uh, it's pink, mind you, <laughs> but it's cool because it's been signed. Second place winner is Red Bailey. Congratulations, Red. You got the autographed banjo pan. Congratulations, Red. Awesome. Now the third prize. We have an ounce of silver donated from the OSPA and the Buckhead (laughs) chapter. (laughs) Third prize winner. Is somebody hitting a table? Somebody. (laughs) Not me. Third prize winner is Kenneth Roman. Congratulations to all three of you guys. Awesome. I will need Red's address and Kenneth's address. And Dennis will have to have Ray's address. So Ray, I need address and email. <laughs> address and email. Congratulations, Canna. Yeah, congratulations to all of our winners. So send me those 
addresses and emails as well and we'll get those prizes out to you guys very cool and uh thanks again everybody who sent so in many a picture cool stuff there was yeah and of course when they get shipped out because of the holidays it might take a, a an extra minute to get there because it you know christmas coming up and so just be patient oh yeah, yeah. well if the ups truck doesn't catch on fire <laughs> Yeah, and I heard there's about like that. two of them yeah. or something crazy. I heard about that. Yeah, that's nuts. It's like really. <laughs> yeah, I, had, I shipped out. A, I shipped out I a know. water table. I and know. The the UPS truck caught on fire. It made it to its destination, but when it was at the hub, caught on fire. I, you know, so I used to do a another lot of work. one had to be shipped out. I did a lot of work yeah. for UPS, and we actually had to deal with that one time. One of the trucks caught on fire in the hub, and burn up and um it just makes such a mess in there it's oh, like oh geez just a disgruntled employee <laughs> well, what caused this one was the battery actually shorted out oh. or something and uh caused the truck to catch on fire it's crazy you know you just never know i guess you got that many trucks parked in a building <laughs> and anything could happen i'm surprised it was only one you know even with this one because they park i mean inches apart that's it. That's crazy. It's just nuts. But, yeah, congratulations to all of our winners, and uh, we'll do it again in January. Remember, so start planning. Dress like a pirate. We'll be uh, in the next one. Pirate. In honor, to honor our good buddy Dennis. So. Hey, you know, I, I, I wanted to, to, to give a, a, a shout to uh, Scott Swiftwater Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, he just did a video, and, and actually I'd have to have a top four instead of a top three of things to have because – the other, the fourth thing that I would definitely have on me at all times now is that gold claw. Oh, cool! Oh my gosh, man, that thing is so cool and and just bad to the bone. And Scott just did a video. He's mm-hmm. got a video out now, and he's actually uses the uh, the gold claw go pan. Nice. So, yeah, yeah, I seen the Mary, video. Mary on also put a video out. Yeah. Mary Talon. Yeah, he I seen a couple of videos on it now. Yep, I think Scott's was. He just put so, one on the other day, yesterday, I think it was. Yeah, yeah he just, like, just set it up. Yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, that's definitely on my, will always be in, uh, with me from here on out now, that, that gold claw. Well, very cool. Nice to know, man. I I hope that sale went good. I hope a lot of the members got to get on board on that and uh, take advantage of that special he had going on there. And I got to meet Clint. He was there at the Amber dinner, and I got mine signed. Oh, look at I you. I got a signature go claw. So now I got to have to get another one So because now, of course, I had that signed. It, it's going to be oh. put up. On, Hung up in your display cabinet? Yep. Ah, I see. Now, in did, my studio. Did uh, anybody get to catch uh, Doc's show earlier tonight? Mm-hmm. I caught part of it. Did you catch some I, of it? I missed it because I had to cook dinner. Ah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, we had company, too, so I was like, I didn't get to watch yeah, it. Yeah, it was right before. Kind of before our show, and that's right. when everybody's trying to get cooking and get their stuff ready for ours. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's nice though; they go right from docks to ours, so that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, for a while, it's like a couple hours of nothing but gold information. You know, it's uh, goes from that to this, and uh, so very cool. I hope everybody got a chance to watch that. And enjoy yeah, I think uh, another prospector is having a live show also. I uh, used to be on Gold Rush. Mm, uh, I haven't heard of that. Heard about that one yet? Hurts, hurts, hurts. Not Dustin, but his dad. Oh, Fred! 
Yeah, Fred Hertz, I believe. I think he's having a live show, the too. Dakota Fred. Oh, I seen something about that. Tuesday night, I think it's going to yeah, be Yeah, I believe that's Tuesday night. It's like, yeah, I'll have to check Fred that Hurt. out. I like Fred. He's, I like Fred a lot. A good, good guy. So I'll check that one out, too. This is going to be Tuesday. I wonder if he's going to do it every Tuesday or just yeah, once. Yeah, he's been a guest on our show a few times, but he's yeah. last time he was going to get back to us was his new... Uh, the new show that he was going to yeah. be on, but he couldn't say anything about it yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's still. Kind I don't think of that a, ever materialized. Still. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't well, hear anything about that, Ron. The last, I'm, yeah, they were supposed to go do uh, dig at a waterfall, reroute the water again, and I was, re- man, I'd really like to find out if they did that. Well, he, he'll be back. I, I last I talked to him, he said, you know, there's something going on, and they can't talk yet, so that's why he can't come on the show. But as soon as they're ready to release it, he'll be able to come back on. Well, did everyone see Gold Rush on Friday? I did. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Is Freddie <laughs> Dodge going to come back? I think he will. <sighs> I don't know. He, I think he's he's kind of upset. Yeah, but I, there's more to there's more to that though because they kind of yeah. gave hints at the beginning of the show that said, "Be patient, guys. Things yeah. turn out really good." So, oh, you think it's going to turn out? Good for him, Dennis. Yeah, I really do. Uh, I, I do. It, I mean, uh, this late in the season, you think they're going to make their five thousand ounce goal? I, I don't know if they'll make the five thousand, but uh, um, they'll even come close. They they had the original guy that used to do the interviews with with uh, the Gold Rush crew, mm-hmm. uh, Christo, whatever they called yeah, him, Christo right? Doyle right. Was and yeah. we're talking back and forth, and and uh, you know, Todd pretty much you know said I can't say a whole lot. He said. You know, it's it's kind of discouraging in the beginning, but guys, wait, just wait and see what happens. So, well, I hope so for Todd and yeah. the crew. Yeah, yeah. It just seems like it's just like they're just not they they shouldn't have left the Yukon again. I'm oh, no, sorry, yeah. and like, I hate to see a crew be asked yeah, to work it's hard for no on the pay. Crew. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, sure, that's the thing. Yeah, they're hurting just like they started out with yeah. at the beginning. You know, it's all over again. It's almost like that Africa or the jungle thing. Guyana yeah, thing. definitely. Guyana, yeah. Wherever yeah. it was. Yeah. Tim, I sent you uh, Kenneth Roman's information. I don't know if... Uh, oh, okay, I was just he was just sending me something. I just told him to send it to me. Thank you. Thanks, Rich. Yep. Okay, yep. I don't know if Red sent you his yet. But... Uh, that's uh, that's the one who's sending me a message, Red. So okay. maybe you could okay. side chat him and, and do it the same way. That would be cool. Right. And I okay. think the uh, the Curse of Oak Island. I think that that one's looking up. It's looking good. Well. It's looking real good. We got to get them guys. We got to see if we can get them on. I'd love. And to. has anyone watched uh, this? It's something about Croc Gold. I haven't seen it. I, yeah, I, I've seen it. But. Caught a little bit of it. You know, I don't know yet on that one. I don't want to say nothing yet. We got to call her. We'll come back to that, Ron. Okay. All right. All right. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, Jim, this is John from Texas. How are y'all doing? Doing good, buddy. How are you? Hey, John. Uh, doing good. Uh, just, uh, there we go. I got it off speaker now. I had to, oh, that's <laughs> I had to make sure I got the thing turned off. on. The other one turned off in time. But <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm doing real good. My wife uh, is out of the nursing home. She's home now. Awesome. Uh, she's visiting her daughter this evening, but uh, she's home. That's great news. 
And uh, I want to uh, comment uh, with uh, on Rich's little thing about the uh, camel classifiers. Uh-huh. Uh, he was saying, you know, for you know the folks back east or whatever it's good. It's also good for the folks that uh, can't get out and have to order in their uh, pay dirt. Mm-hmm. You know, just, uh, a little bit at a time, you know, where they get a, cup, a pound, two, two, three pounds at a time or something. Right. You can go through, uh, you know, it takes a little bit of time, but uh, you're, you're good on the small amounts, and you can classify it down. And like Rich and everybody always says, you know, classification is the key. Right. And that's the way I do all mine. I classify it down, and then uh, I I don't know whether I'd. Uh, Kathleen's a pretty thorough painter, from what I understand. Real slow <laughs> sometimes, but uh, I I think I'd have to run her a race because I do it about a spoon at a time <laughs> <laughs> after I get them classified down. <laughs> there you go. That you but, like them. Uh, like I say, I, I'll run that. I'll run that same spoon about three times through that pan before I dump it into my catch pan, so I've got it to go through later on after uh, I'll do everything. I'll dry it all down, and then uh, I've got a tub I keep it stored in, and if I ain't, don't have anything, then I'll go to, go to that tub and go through it again. <laughs> so you really like those ones, John? Uh, I really like those uh, camel nesting ones. They, they work real good. Okay. Uh, they they come out with a 10, 20, 40, uh, 60, and 100, I believe. And then a cup in the bottom to catch everything and go through the 100. Oh, okay. Very cool. So that's what you use for your pay dirt. Yeah. Oh, all right. Good. Good to know. So you would recommend them. Like I say, they, they were good to... What's that, John? John? Yeah, go ahead. I, I, yeah. Said, I said, so you would recommend them? Uh, yeah, I'd recommend them. They, uh, they work real good, especially for somebody that uh, might not be able to get out and get to their own dirt and have to order it in, you know. Uh, okay. Some of us are in that place, but hey, we got the fever, too. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Very good. Well, I'm glad to hear that, John. Thank you, brother. Oh, and I'm glad that photo contest went off good. Now i got to get together a pirate get outfit. Get a pirate outfit going, yeah. You know, like I said, I wish you all could have been winners, but uh, let's see if you can't get get this next one. Oh, you, right. I know you can. Have a great evening. All right, you too, John. Thanks, it's brother. Merry Christmas, buddy. Yeah, Merry oh, Christmas, okay. John. Mm. Bye, buddy. I think John could pull off a good pirate. Oh, yeah, I think he could. <laughs> Speaking of pay dirt, uh, I don't know how many of you guys had actually ordered uh, from any of our sponsors uh, some of the Christmas sales. You know, the iPan for Gold has got theirs going on. I don't know how long his is running, but uh, you got a uh, – no, Rich, you, you put pictures. You got a, a, a pretty good bag from uh, Dirt Hog, didn't you? Yes, I did. I got a nice, uh, nice nugget from him, and then I didn't, I didn't do the other stuff yet. I'm, I'm kind of anxious to get my Indiana stuff done first, and then I'll go through the others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got, I got a good bag too uh, from him, uh, and his sale, his sale's going uh, through till Christmas. So, uh, any of you guys that that thought 
that these are over, I believe. I don't know about uh, Michael, if you're in the room. Um, is your sale still going on, or when does the yeah. sale end? I know. Yeah, for iPad for gold, yeah, they yeah, got a I sale going gold. on. Yeah. And I don't see him in the chat. I know, he got a nice little nugget, too, from Dirt Hog on his. He posted a... That, that he got under the sticker too. It's like man, I, I did you guys. too. I posted the pictures. <laughs> I got a nice, a nice nugget. It's like very nice. So you guys got a strike. Yeah, check out all the sponsors that. Uh, yeah, we got the, some. Of yeah, the best. I can't wait to see what's in the, the rest of the dirt hog stuff because I know there's some good gold in there this time. I got a bonus bag, so definitely. And speaking of, speaking of, let's I give think some we away. Give a bag of. One of our favorite sponsors, uh, Dirt Away, Mr. Jimbo's Gold, bag of his pay dirt. Jimbo's always got some great pay dirt, gets it to you quick, and everybody always posts the pictures of it, and it's always nice. Jimbo does a great job, and uh, so, Kathleen. Yeah, all these these gifts uh, for the the best prospector picture and everything, make sure you post pictures with all these prizes. Oh, yeah, definitely. We want to see them. We yeah. want to see them. Kathleen, are you there? And She, she might be muted. She might be. She might. Well, as soon as Kathleen gets back, we'll draw a winner and give away a bag of Jimbo's gold for sure. You just go ahead and send it to me. That's fine. I'll... I think you send it to me. I think you got enough. It's That's right. always big of you, Denny. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I just saved the trouble. and I know. Take, I agree. Uh, take one for the team. I, right, yeah, I'll, right. I'll take it. Many as he wanted to give for the team. That's awful nice of you, Dennis. We appreciate oh, I, it. Always, yeah. always glad to help. I know it. You always step up. And... Well, you might have to draw it <laughs> like old times. Yeah, I may just have to do that. <laughs> Kathleen, are you back? We didn't lose her. Is she still on? She's still there. Show she's oh. still there. Body break. Maybe. <laughs> Could be. I'm Probably. talking, she said. We uh, can't hear you. We can't hear you. Unmute your microphone. Unmute your mic. Or wiggle the cord. Or push the cord in. (laughs) 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 Shad, get on that. Yeah, Yeah. get the producer to fix her. Yeah. Straight her out. Kathleen is having technical difficulties. All right. That's all right. I'm working on it. Hey, can you hear me? Oh, now we can. Yeah, we can hear you. There we go. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I I was wondering why nobody was paying attention to me. Because you weren't talking. (laughs) Well, I was, but uh, Shad had to fix something on my little speaker thing. Yeah, I said, are you there? You said, I'm talking, and I can't hear you. (laughs) No, no, we couldn't hear you. You know, this is not my snowball, my microphone. Where's your snowball? I I think uh, Dennis and I traded. Oh, okay. Traded? When we were traveling. Oh, Okay. Oh, did we? Yeah, this is not mine, and I, it's been acting up all night. Don't so you have I don't your know. name on it? Don't I, say, I, you never, have me. I, never, I never had a problem with mine. <laughs> I, now you I don't know if it's like not compatible with my computer, or maybe it's because I dropped mine in the airport. Oh, that could be. Uh, uh, you but... broke mine. I give it back. <laughs> I see. Yeah, I, I need a new computer now. All right. Well, you got you. you can you pull us up a winner? I do have a name. All right, remember, the rules are, as always, one minute and 30 seconds to answer in the chat room that you are here. All right, Kathleen, let's hear it. 
All right. So the name appears as Dave Ski. Dave Ski. Dave Ski. A V E. S K I. S K I. Dave Ski. One minute thirty seconds. Oh, thanks, Jim. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, on that uh, on that page that those guys were offering, is that? I think they're gonna have like a New Year's sale or something going on. I don't know. Could be. I'm then I noticed our uh, our little buddy Kevin Hoagland's in the house. Kevin Hoagland's in the house. Hey, Kevin. Uh, Merry Christmas, buddy. Hey, Red, Red Bailey, you, you need to send your information, Red Bailey, to me, please. Side Five seconds. All right, Dave Ski. That's who Dave we're looking Ski, for. Dave so you're here in the chat room. Yep. You've got to be in the chat room, not yep. the main page. Got to be in the chat room. Yep. Got to say, I am here, or woohoo, or something. <laughs> we we do have Kevin's in there, man, when he wrote his Harley in during that Amra dinner. That was so cool. Oh, that was so neat. Oh, yeah. Fired that loud thing up, man, and roared that thing right in the middle. Oh, it was awesome. Nice. Dave Ski, come on, Dave. Tick-tock, time is running out. Yep. Getting close. Five seconds. Uh Uh-oh. There you go. Looking bad. Sorry, buddy. Pick another one. All right, Next time, David. Oh, man. I do have a new name. Let's hear it. It is Jer Clements. J-E-R-E-C-L-E-M-E-N-T-S. Jer Clements. One minute, 30 seconds to answer that you are here. <laughs> so anyway, he wrote in on that Harley, man. <laughs> and, and you know what else he did? Played Jeopardy music. No, he got a piece of that red velvet cake and was sitting there eating it in front of everybody. Of course, I got a bite of it because they auctioned off some cakes and stuff. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, the heart again. Jer is here, everybody. Yay, Jer. Hey, all right. Congratulations. Is that Jerry? Yeah. I wonder if that's Jerry, J-E-R-E. Think so? I don't know. It could be. Jerry. Jer, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Right. He said he was here. So. Congratulations! You just won a bag of Jimbo's Gold Pay Dirt Concentrates. Please post some pictures after you get them. I'm sure you'll be happy. Jimbo always makes his customers happy. So, right. congratulations! Hey Kevin, I got to give you a call, so be expecting a seven seven five number. What's that? I just tell him, Kevin, be expecting a number. I got to talk to him. Oh, okay. You're on call, Kevin. Okay. Yeah, it's about the gold show in April. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Roger. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, so that's that. So we gave away the dirt. We gave away those awesome prizes. So like I said, we'll plan on the new photo contest in January. And don't forget, we'll be here Wednesday night, too, for our West Coast Wednesdays. And yes. we got to work on theme music for Kathleen and for Rich. Okay. <laughs> I, got, I got some to-dos oh, yeah. on my to-do list, I, it seems, you know, for sure. And we'll oh, make yeah. that happen. That's for sure. So what else has been happening, guys? Oh, 
Of course. Now there's a caller, Dennis. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the minute I ask you, somebody. Oh, we want to take the caller. All right. Here oh, we yeah. go. All right. Hello, caller. What's your name? Yeah. Where are you calling from? Hello, this is Clint, and I brought with me Ken, the American prospector for Gold Claw in Utah. Hey, how are you tonight, Clint? Hey, Clint. Hello. How's everything out your way? Can you hear us? Today was an amazing day. We had um, bright sunshine and snow all at the same time. Oh, yuck. I, I, yeah. I had to go out and get some video of it. Nice. <laughs> we got enough snow now, so you yeah, can... you keep it there. So, we don't so what's anymore. the temperature like there, Clint? Yeah. Oh, I'd say about eighteen degrees. Mm. It's nice. it's warm out here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the the way we were feeling this week that that does sound warm. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, speak speaking of cold and warm, I was watching Swiftwater's video, which I thought he did a great job. And he gave you guys a shout-out about your snow, and I about fell over laughing. Did you guys see that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> he was laughing with his T-shirt on it, and you guys being all packed in snow. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, likes, we saw that. He likes yeah, to he, rub he was in. making fun of us. Yeah, he likes to rub yeah. stuff in on us uh, up here in the east. Like, I'm going to send yeah, him a letter to his well, well, the fact that it was, like, negative temperatures and my heat went out in my yeah. house <laughs> oh no yeah <laughs> hey i've got i've got ken here with me too how are you tonight ken hey ken hey, hey ken we're good, doing good. okay glad to be here so if you don't know who ken is he's the american prospector he's become one of my best buddies since gold claw has come out uh-huh and he's he's kind of going everywhere with me now we went out to amro together okay so did the crew get to meet him? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So you guys know who he is. Okay. Oh, yeah. I know Ken. All right. Ken is a local there in California. I don't know what he's doing out here in Utah now. He grew up out <laughs> there. Let us know about Ken. I don't think our listeners know about him. Yeah, tell our listeners who Ken is. Tell, tell. We're all in the dark. Ahead, Ken. Well, I'm a, my hobbyist prospector and have uh, started a YouTube channel called The American Prospector. And basically, I go anywhere and everywhere I possibly can to find a good shiny material, right? There you go. And uh, I'm also a little bit of an inventor. I try to put some of my own stuff together. But honestly, since I've hooked up with Clint now, I, I really don't have any inventions that I'm willing to put out there. His are so much better than mine. <laughs> oh, it's nice to meet you, Ken. Nice to meet you. Well, it's great to meet you. And we're glad you stopped by well, if tonight you come with up Clint. with any, be sure and come on the show and... Uh... Give us the exclusive on it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we, we'll definitely be putting some shout-outs to you guys here shortly. As a matter of fact, I'm in the midst of uh, putting a video together right now where I took the gold claw, and I didn't take a shovel or anything with me. I just dug it into the side hill and, and pulled material off of the bank of this uh, side hill using just the gold claw because I wanted to see if I could use it as a shovel, and mm -hmm. it worked flawlessly. Oh, nice. Pulled, uh, pulled the material right off the bank. Walked right down to the stream, washed it, and uh, concentrated it out down to black sands and a couple little specks of gold, mm -hmm. and uh, went on to the next spot and did it again. Oh, very you know, And nice. that was in sub sub zero temperatures. Yesterday, <laughs> it got down to about twelve degrees. What part of Utah are you in? 
I'm in uh, far northern Utah, so we're we're about 15 miles off the Idaho border. Oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah, it's one of our members in the chat room right there, Jaron. He uh, he's just uh, west of uh, Salt Lake there in Magna. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yep. yep, he is. Yeah, there's lots of good gemstones down there around that way. I do a little bit of that as well. Mm-hmm. And what kind of gemstones? Say it again, Kathy. Say it again, I'm sorry. Oh, what kind of gemstones? Oh, there's topaz, uh, snowflake obsidian. There's um, you can find beryl out there. You can find you name it. That that whole that whole desert floor now used to be all underwater back when it was Lake Bonneville. And so there's just a huge concentration of minerals out there. Oh, that's awesome. It's right yeah, up. if you guys get out here, I'll take you down there and we'll go dig a little bit. Oh. Now, now when that's you're looking for gemstones. That's one of the most things about Utah. Yeah, Utah actually has incredible geology, especially the south, southern end. My dad is a geologist. Mm-hmm. He, and, and by the way, if you happen to have a dad for a geologist, it's awesome <laughs> because they know how to find you gold. <laughs> I would bet. That would be cool. Yes. And he's showed me down near the San Rafael swell where you can get three foot diameter septillion nodules. Wow. Crazy stuff here in Utah. Wow, I'd like to see pictures of those. That would be pretty neat. Because I know uh, Kathleen really is into the gemstones for sure. Oh, yes. Yeah. Love the gemstones. It's right up her alley. <laughs> so, what else is happening, guys? Now, now Ken, what's your YouTube channel? It's the American Prospector. Just People just need to search American Prospector? Right. Okay. And the reason I started that, really, for, for everybody's knowledge, is, is that I'm ex-veteran. Uh, I know Dennis is as well. Mm-hmm. And what I wanted to do is provide opportunities for veterans to come and uh, learn how to prospect. You oh. know, when I first got into the business, it was kind of a, everybody was secretive, and they didn't want to show you their places, and they didn't want to you know, share their knowledge too much with you. And so I wanted to provide an outlet to do that for veterans, especially oh. our wounded warriors that are coming back. Wow, that's very nice of you. Yeah, Thank cool. you. Great job. We got a couple vets here on the site. We got Rich, we got Ron, sure. all, all, two of the other co-hosts are both veterans, and Kathleen's husband, Shad, as well. Yeah, so, he yeah. is combat. Well, I thank all you guys for your service. Wow. Without, without good men and women, you know, willing to defend our Constitution, what well, we've got, so... Really appreciate you guys' service. There you go, guys. <laughs> yeah, and I got I got to use and that offer. Still, that offer still stands for any uh, veteran in Utah that would like to go out anytime. Just let me know, and I'll be happy to take you. All right, that's a great that's cool. offer. There's there's a Facebook page you can get on and and uh, just you know put in there that you want to go, and I'll figure out a way to get you someplace. Same Facebook page, American Prospector. Yes, sir. Awesome. That's awesome. Hope everybody's paying attention to that. That's a great opportunity, you know, for the vets. Really is. For and and we thank you, Ken. We sure do. Yeah, and speaking of which, I got to use the gold claw when I was in California after the Amra uh, dinner we had, and that thing was uh, got to kind of show it off. Really cool. I am. I am excited to hear how that went. You know, we spent a lot of time. What, how, I want to hear how Kathleen's doing because she was talking about how the pans were heavy. And Kathleen, have you yes. had a chance to play with that yet? I, I did have a chance to play with it, and it was very, very light in my hand. And uh, I was able to uh, pan 
in the creek while you know everybody else was digging and moving rocks <laughs> and I was able to find some gold you know panning in the creek so that was awesome yeah I just put a video on YouTube we're on our trip up to Amra and uh, we had we were up there at the Bear River where everybody's just dredged and uh, sluiced you know the heck out of it mm-hmm and we just went on the other side of the sandbar where nobody likes to go on the, the big gravel bar there. And we were using the gold claw pan because on that side there was a little bit of water but no running water. And we, in, in 15 minutes of panning, we were able to get more than we got in three hours of sleuthing just because nobody was over there in that area. Wow. That's awesome. Very cool. Now, yeah, that is cool. Now, how did that... Uh that sale go for you, Clint, that we the had sale? on the site, the one we had on the site, the two-for-one deal? It, uh, it it went pretty good, actually. Good. You had quite a few of your people that listen take advantage of it. Good, 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 good. That's good to know. Hey, Clint, I was just thinking about something just a second ago. I was wondering, you know, we ran that sale back, I guess it was uh, right after Black Friday, right, and Cyber Monday. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I haven't asked you about this yet, so please don't hit me with anything heavy. But <laughs> can we do that again? <laughs> yeah, see if you can turn his speakers, the volume off. We're getting a lot of feedback. Yeah. You got your speakers on, Ken, or are you on a speakerphone? <laughs> Sounds like he's doing No, I'm, I'm just extremely loud. Sorry. Oh, there you go. That sounds much We better. were getting a lot of echo. Yeah, it's like feeding back. It's... Yeah, you sound good now. Yeah, it's good yeah. now. Yeah. So, Clint? Okay, I... <laughs> so, I think he just put the pressure on me. I think he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> well, we're getting quite a few people buying them right now, and and our systems are new, so the volumes, you know, we, we're trying not to get too high of volumes too fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, we do have a holiday special going on right now where we're selling the starter kit and everything for the same price as just a gold pan and and they will go up right after the holiday i'm just sitting here thinking on the fly what what could we do for you guys should we do that same offer that was one heck of a discount it was a heck of a discount and yeah and nobody else has been able to get that but you guys just so you know sweet very nice well yeah i i think so yeah i'm i'm not gonna say no (laughs) (laughs) no right all right all right i'll do it all right, so what um, is it? Tell them again. So what So what I'll do, I'll explain it. So you'll need to give me a few minutes after we get off the air. Right. And I will set that up. And um, what what it'll be is you'll go on to goldclaw.com, and there's a store there, a button with a store. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you go to the store, if you select a, a gold claw pan, then you can... Um, if you buy two of them, then the way I set this up, you can enter the code. Let's make it the same code as before, GPS. Okay. And you'll get two for the price of one. Ooh. How long? Okay. That's another good question. <laughs> um, I think I will, let's follow the same pattern. It'll be good for tonight and tomorrow. Okay. 
tonight and, and tomorrow. Once, and we're in Utah, so at midnight Utah it will end. Okay. Starting so, starting after you get off of here, after you get you a few minutes yep. to get it set up, to midnight tomorrow night. All right, very cool. Right. Two for one. And, and Eastern time, that'll be, it'll be 1 o'clock in the morning, Eastern time, Tuesday morning. Because you guys are yep, an hour behind be, us, right? We're two hours. So it'll be two oh, two hours. It'll so be two o'clock in the morning. Two Eastern time. So very yeah. cool. So, so that gets you time to get back from the from the river and and uh, do your cleanup and still go in there and get one. Yep. Get two. And all I can say is, guys, if you didn't get on the sale, I highly recommend you get in on this last one he's running. Yeah. Don't miss out. Do not miss out on this deal. This is your opportunity. Yeah. Type in that code, GPS. <laughs> Two you for want the price one. of one. Two for one deal. And, and we don't like to talk about our pricing much, but once the holiday season's over, the prices are actually going to go up quite oh, a bit. So now you guys got So this strike. would be the last opportunity. Yes. So they must strike now. Yeah. This is your opportunity, guys. Two for one. Take advantage yeah. of it and uh, yeah. thank Clint for so this. Let me, let me uh, kind of go out on a limb here. I, sure. I haven't asked Clint for permission on this one either, but hey, I'm on a roll. Um <laughs> The reason the price is going to go up, guys, is that this system that we're talking about isn't, like I say, it's not a pan, per se. It's a displacement-induced gold separator. And so after the holidays, we're going to release that term. We're going to have a couple of press releases that show why this isn't a a gold pan, but something much more valuable. Okay. And so uh, that's why I say the price is going to go up after the holidays. So make sure to get in right now so that you can take advantage of this deal. Remember, you're, you're getting a starter kit here. Um, in that starter kit, it has the pan, it has a shovel, it has an eye loop, it has gold in it. So get in on that deal right now. And I think, didn't Clint say he was doing a two-for-one deal? Yeah. So if he's doing the two-for-one deal, you're going to get two pans. For the price so you're going to get two pans right, right now for the price of one. Mm-hmm. And uh, after the holiday, they'll go back up to an individual dig system will be $50 or more. So make sure you take advantage of this now. Sweet deal. Thank you guys very much. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm thanking you for for the members that are out there and going to take advantage of this special offer. So So, so I'll just add to that. Okay. um, The displacement-induced gold separation, that's a cute little acronym we yeah. like it it's digs <laughs> kind of reminds you of what you're doing out there right mm-hmm. digging but the reason we we're trying to help people understand that is because all of the tanners who have done this forever understand that it's the water that moves that top layer out we're moving water to to suspend the light materials and wash them out all right and we do that layer after layer after the layer till we get down to the final gold and then you have that swirling motion that gets the gold that you know reveals the gold but this system does not use the water. It uses the displacement action of the heavier materials to push up the lights, and then they end up flowing out, and the whole thing happens underwater. You don't even allow it to do washing. Right. And something that's kind of funny is some of these most expert panners, they're actually the ones having more trouble with it than the newbies just trying it out the way we tell them to use it. And Swiftwater, I noticed, even commented on that in his video. It's you have to let go of that habit of making the water force the material around and let just the material do the displacement, 
and it actually becomes easier and faster. All right. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons why um, classifying isn't important anymore. I mean, you can still classify to remove the big rocks, so right. you're panning half the material. Mm-hmm. But it, it's with washing, the energy it takes to suspend a large rock is the same energy that's going to blow your gold out of the pan. So right. classifying is critical, especially in sluicing. Yeah. And with this system, that it, it reduces that dependency. Yep. Very nice. Well, like I said, someday I'll get to try one, and uh, hopefully soon. So Clint talked about the fact that we were in California on the on the uh, Bear River. Yes. And we actually split up. We went. He went on one side of the of the sandbar, and I went on the other side of the gravel bar. And I was actually working in the river with my sluice box in an area where I had pulled a lot of gold in, in months past where I'd worked it. And uh, I got together, and we kind of had a little side bet, you know, of who would get the most gold. So we got done, and I took my, my collection of gold, and I didn't even take it out of my pan because I wanted him to see how clean I'd gotten it uh, down to the black sands and just the, the nice flakes of gold. And I went walk, walking back over to him all proud, you know, that I'd gotten so much. And uh, he says, well, let me see your pan. And I showed him my pan, and I said, you're not going to beat me. I know you're not. And he says, well, come over here and take a look at this. And he had his transparent plan, and I could not, I could not tell you how much gold was in that pan, in the bottom of the dig system. And he was nowhere near a, a moving water source. And I kept thinking to myself, I got to be washing gold out of my sluice box. That's the only thing I could come up with. Mm-hmm. So I had gone back and actually looked at some video that I took, and I could actually see where, when I was putting my my cons in the top of my sluice box, as they would go over the rubber matting. I could see every now and again it would displace a little small flake of gold and it would wash out. So think about that for a second. This pan, this big system doesn't allow it to, to escape that way because it's using the heavy material to displace that light material. Right. And the stuff that I, I know Clint's working on for future releases, I'm telling you right now, is going to revolutionize how we go about getting gold anymore. Cool. So look, look forward keep to that it. in mind. No, I look forward to it. Always look forward to new stuff like that. Oh, you know? yeah. Anything to make our life a little easier, for sure. Oh, yeah. And it captures the gold at the same time. It's what we want, for sure. Uh, guys, thank you very much. Thanks for the special offer, and thanks for stopping yeah. in again tonight. And uh, Thanks for calling me in. I hope the members jump on it while they can. Well, thank you. We we sure have fun with your team and and love your show. Thanks, guys. Clint, Ken? Thank you. Well, that's awesome. Bye. Thank yes, you. Thanks. Thanks. Take Bye. care, guys. Christmas. Bye. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. All right. Bye, guys. See you, guys. Very cool. One more time on that offer. Now, there should be no excuses this time, <laughs> right? From people yeah. that couldn't get in last time. Here you go. One more shot. Take advantage of it. Get it. Try it. You've seen the videos, you've heard the testimony from the crew, and got to try it. Get you one. I mean, get you two, because you're going to get two for the price of one. So check it out. Very nice. Thanks again to Clint from Gold Claw for another great offer, and Ken for suggesting it. Mercy. Great show. Now, I, I <clears throat> Rich, I think we got everybody's info tonight, right? Yep, I sent them all to you already. All right, you're the man. Thank you, brother. Oh, yeah. except for the one for Jimbo's gold, and I believe he is contacting Jimbo himself. Oh, okay. Very cool. Yeah, that that will work then. Now, uh, I know we still got 
two more commercials to do, and then we'll probably wrap it up unless you guys got something else going on that you want to talk about. No. No? We good? No. All right. Good here. All right. Well, we'll Well, yeah, I mean, we already talked about what people want on their Christmas list, right? We did talk about that briefly. You did you change your mind? <laughs> yes, I did. All right, let's do the commercial and then you can tell us, okay? Okay. All right. Changed his mind. We'll be right back, everybody. If you're interested in gold prospecting or treasure hunting as a career, hobby, passion, or just something you're interested in getting into, you have to visit goldprospectorspace.com. At goldprospectorspace.com, you'll find forums, chats, videos, blogs, sections on dry washing, metal detecting, high banking, and so much more. At goldprospectorspace.com. There's a store, classifieds, and at goldprospectorspace.com every Sunday night at 7.30 Eastern Time, tune in to Prospectors Radio, the talk show for gold prospectors and treasure hunters. Goldprospectorspace.com is a social network with thousands of members, and everything you need is at goldprospectorspace.com. Sign up today and get connected to others who share your love of gold and gold prospecting. Let the treasure hunt begin at goldprospectorspace.com. Goldprospectorspace.com. Centrifuge has just been introduced for the prospector. It's called the Little Gold Spinner. They have three models. They have the Creekside, which is on wheels, the electric model, which can be used at home or with the generator, and the prospector model, which can be set in the creek in up to 14 inches of water. They also have a wash box like a high banker attachment for the Creekside and the prospector model. It is compact and very portable. The Little Gold Spinner is made from raw material, but is efficient enough to use as a finisher for your concentrates. It's been tested to recover 99 plus percent. The centrifuge in a pan is all that you're going to need to find gold. The little gold spinner comes with a pump, a circulation tub, and a classifier, which is all designed to fit on the machine so you don't have to carry them in. And it even has a place for your shovel. I have seen the little gold spinner in the field, and I have seen it work. It does recover gold right down to the fine powder. The little gold spinner is very simple to set up and run. About one minute of setup time with no leveling. Just set it and start running dirt. So be sure and check out their website, theaul.com, or you can give them a call at 574-326-5765. The Little Gold Spinner is completely made in the USA, so check them out. And remember, if you're going to dig for it, get it all, theaul.com. All right, I did all that, and nobody heard a word I said. (laughs) You guys there? Yeah, yeah I, well, we heard at it. the beginning, I oh, didn't Oh, you guys hear heard it. me? Yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, I'd need to do that up. again then, probably. I just realized my volume was down. <laughs> we Gee, know. Jesus. <laughs> we heard it go up gradually. <laughs> just at the end, I just turned it up. Goodness gracious. All right, let me do it one more time for my buddy Lee, just in case. Okay. okay. All right, now I know my volume's up. All right, I want to take a minute and talk about a centrifuge that's just been introduced for the prospectors. The little gold spinner. They have three models. They have the Creekside, which is on wheels, the electric model, which can be used at home or with a generator, and the prospector model, which can be set in a creek in up to 14 inches of water. They also have a wash box, like a high banker attachment for the Creekside and the prospector models. It is compact and very portable. The little gold spinner is made to run raw material, but is efficient enough to use as a finisher for your concentrates. It's been tested to recover 99 plus percent. The centrifuge in a pan is all that you're going to need to find gold. The little gold spinner comes with a pump, 
recirculation tub, and a classifier, which is all designed to fit on the machine so you don't have to carry them. And it even has a place for your shovel. I have seen a little gold spinner in the field, and I have seen it work. It does recover gold right down to the fine powder. The little gold spinner is very simple to set up and run. About one minute of setup time with no leveling. Just set it and start running dirt. So be sure and check out their website, the AUL. Dot com, or you can give them a call at 574-326-5765. The Little Gold Spinner is completely made in the USA, so check them out. And remember, if you're going to dig for it, get it all The AUL.com. Hope everybody heard me that time. Jeez, I read that twice. Yeah, I heard it <laughs> twice. Yeah, we heard you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you work up a sweat? And I yes, I am two sweaty. ads for one, not Lee's doing two for one. Oh, mercy. <laughs> That's bad. That's bad. Oh my god! I'm like, oh, uh, they're trying. I'm they're like, trying. wait a minute! I forgot to turn my volume up. Because <laughs> I always not, turn it down during the commercials, and then not the first, and it's not. It's gonna definitely be the last. not going to be the right. last. That's guaranteed. We know it won't be the last. <laughs> I mean, let's see. Kathleen's microphone quit working, and mine was turned down tonight. So we had a good night. So Kathleen, yeah, yeah. it's all good. <laughs> what's that? Uh, change on your christmas list oh yeah so no electric scope but i really 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 want the backpack dredge oh you change your mind now you want the backpack dredge for sure well yeah because uh, you know shaz always carrying my stuff right and i don't like him to do that right because he can carry his own stuff <laughs> i don't want to carry my own stuff well, who's going to carry the backpack dredge? Me. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. She's going to put it on her back. Eh, that's a lot to go through for. No, you know. I, I can carry stuff, but I can't put it together. Okay. And our dredge, you know, Shad has to whip out, like, the ratchets and blah, blah, blah. And I was right. like, oh. I got you. You just want to snap the hoses on and go. That's right. I, no, I'm with you there. I understand completely. <laughs> so I, I'm back to the backpack. So it's dredge. definitely a backpack dredge, and you're and, good. And I've added to my Christmas list, which we talked pregame. You want the? I want the Proline five, five inch. inch. Right. Okay. I'm gonna get me a brand new Proline five inch because we got to go visit Jeff at Proline. Got to see his shop and how he. Uh, Pretty much how he built stuff. Man, he had some monster, monster like a barge dredge. Right. But, yeah, it's uh, – it, and I, I kind of kicked myself in the butt when I got rid of my 4-inch pro line. So, Well, you got I, a 4-inch now, though, right? Did he I got have a 3-inch. Dennis, did he have that big pontoon boat, the one he's putting the dredge through the floor? Uh, yeah, like a big barge. Yeah, yeah, I think it's either an eight or ten inch dredge. He's... That thing's massive. That's I mean, it, 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 it was so sweet. That sluice box is so big. Nice. So, Rich, has your Christmas list changed? <laughs> no, I still want a four. Still want a four wheeler? <laughs> okay. I don't even remember hey, what I wanted. So, I... there's somebody on the site there that was asking about the website for the Gold Claw. Is that the still goldclaw.com? dot com? Is mm -hmm. that still the? Yeah, I believe it would be. Yeah, yeah. And then we're still using a coupon thing. GPS, GPS is that correct. what it is? Yep. Same yep. code. Same code. Right. You got till tomorrow. I'll post tomorrow. it on the site here. Then got till tomorrow midnight. Right. And then that code will be gone. 
and yep. it might never and come back it. again. So better take advantage of it. So, Ron, did oh, your yeah. Christmas list change? Not mine. I just want to get packed up, get this house sold, and get out of here. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I don't think mine's changed. I don't even remember what I asked for to begin with, so I'm going to say mine well, hasn't. work to be done <laughs> so I can go down there and start working again. Boy, that does, <laughs> that does sound right. Nope. That's life. So Shad did ask me. He's like, okay, so my parents want to buy you something for Christmas. What do you want? I was like, pay dirt. Pay dirt. <laughs> like, okay, so you, you, I'm going to tell my parents you want dirt? Yeah. Yeah, right. I was like, yes. <laughs> See, that's what I would ask for, too, pay dirt. Yeah. So I'm going to say my list hasn't changed. It's still pay dirt. <laughs> and it's going to stay pay dirt. Even though I'm not going to get pay dirt, <laughs> I'm going to get socks. So <laughs> <laughs> It'll be interesting when I get. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get socks and go, where's the dirt? I didn't get none. Dang. Got socks again. Uh, hey, they got... They got those heated jackets. I don't know if you guys seen them or not. Yeah, I seen them. I think, I think they're made by Milwaukee. Yeah, the, the name brand, the heated jacket. You know, you get them at Real King, but they're I was like, man, cool. I gotta invest in one of them. They're pretty neat. Yeah, that'd be a nice Christmas present too. Yeah. Oh yeah, you would. You wouldn't sit out in your sh- uh, your studio and freeze. You have a heated jacket. True. Oh, it's toasty in here now. I'm sweating. I was freezing, and then after that little microphone mishap i started sweating and it's like, <laughs> now i'm burning up it's like oh geez it's like feels like it's 100 in here right now <laughs> it's like oh what a night yeah it's good to be back <laughs> i missed oh. everybody i did too oh wait there's kevin calling our buddy kevin honorary crony hc hey hc1 <laughs> what's, what's happening Oh. What's up, Kevin? Kevin. <laughs> I I had to. I I just I couldn't let that one go. What one? I don't know. Any of them? <laughs> Any of them? Yeah, pick one. There's many tonight. Seems like so. <laughs> go ahead. Keep talking about your shopping list. I just kind of, I just got. I thought I'd just call in real quick. You gonna you writing them down? What we want? Kathleen wants a dress. Uh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Aside from the fact that Darn. you want shiny stuff, you're gonna get socks. Yeah, I'm going to get socks. Use the socks to go get shiny stuff. Right. Maybe I'll get some of them waterproof socks. That would help me get my own dirt, I guess. Yeah. uh, Maybe. We'll see. I'm not Mm. getting dirt. It's guaranteed. My wife wouldn't know. She'd dig me dirt out of the yard. She has no clue on pay dirt. So I think Kathleen has a better chance. That's what Shaz's parents (laughs) were going to (laughs) do. You want a bag of dirt? What? I, I can't help you with any of that. I mean, if you, if you haven't taken the time to educate your parents and, 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 and in-laws and outlaws about what we do, well, we do. then that's on you. <laughs> well, we do, but I just think they just still don't get it sometimes. They never will. No. So no. It's like, why would you buy dirt? There's plenty of it outside. It's like, it's no, dirt. you don't get it. It's special dirt. What's so special about it? We live in Ohio. We can't do anything in the winter. Right. We need dirt. Shiny dirt. Although, I am going out on New Year's Eve to prospect. Oh, where are you going? I'm thinking of Double D. Double D? Okay. Dredge hose in one hand, the wine bottle in the other. Uh The wine to keep it warm. (laughs) 
<laughs> hey, I invited Carrie, so we're we're gonna go there and you know prospect on New Year's Eve. That'll be nice. She yeah. wants to try out that dredge. Oh yeah, yes, she yeah. does. She got a new. Does I want to see goes... it too. I'm not gonna lie. Does that mean it goes from wine bottle to uh, boxed wine? <laughs> it just might. <laughs> That is set on the dredge pontoon bitter, Kevin. It would. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, good idea. Now, just, just remember to let it clear a little bit before you stick the wine hose into your mouth, <laughs> and, and clear your regulator before you put it back in your mouth after after taking a big drink of wine. I think Shad. The unfortunate put a... thing is, is I can say that and and actually know what that means it's from experience it sounds like that's uh-huh. the scary part yeah uh-huh. well, i was thinking you you mentioned you know the wine in the hose i was thinking maybe you're going to run it through the heater and run it down into your wetsuit <laughs> <laughs> waste wine like that absolutely yeah. not i think she needs a wine dispenser on that dredge what do you think shad <laughs> i think he can make it happen yeah With a little spout and a spigot that you could just turn on and get you a glass of wine <laughs> I think it's genius. Hey, it'll warm me up. It will. That's your that's your heater. That's right. So you you definitely getting this dredge then you think for Christmas? Well, Carrie, she's she's got her dredge. Oh, okay. My backpack, uh it's gonna have to be after Christmas. Okay. But I'm getting it. Right, you got five kids. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be after Christmas gift. Hey, Shad and I we do not buy for each other. We buy for the kids. And then after Christmas, we spoil each other. Okay, so one backpack dredge. That's right, Shad. I got a question for Kevin, though. Yeah. Kevin, yeah. what did you what did you think about that red velvet cake that you got to eat oh. there at the dinner? I'm uh, very disappointed that somebody grabbed my piece of cake <laughs> and finished it off for me before I had the opportunity. He said you gave him a bite. Oh, oh no, gave I gave him. Bite. No, I gave I gave Dennis a bite. Um, somebody else came by, and I shoved a bite down their throat. Uh, and I set it down so I could do one of the other auctions. And then when I looked back around, I think it was gone, and I found it again. And by the time <laughs> it actually got back to me, there was crumbs left in the oh, plate. Dennis. That was good. No, that wasn't me. <laughs> that, no, I know it wasn't you because I had my eye on you. I, I could see where you were. I kept my eye on you. I, uh-huh. I expected it to disappear. Figured that it. was actually the best red velvet cake I'd ever had in my life. That oh sounds my yummy. And I, I understand why why those cakes go for the. Um, oh, the and they were so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I seen yeah. the pictures, and they looked delicious. It was like, and oh. get this, it wasn't even fondant. It was real, creamy really? frosting. Really? Yes. It looked like fondant. It no fondant. Oh wow. Done. None whatsoever. They were beautiful. Whoever made them did a wow, wow job. Yeah, for sure. Oh my god! And they tasted it. That was a fun I had a piece of that red velvet, and it was (laughs) it was to die for. (laughs) Maybe I ate yours, Kevin. (laughs) Maybe Kathleen was the culprit. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Oh, she was. Could have been. Okay. The plot thickens. Right. I, li- I like the way that she's backing into that. Oh, yeah. it may have been me, but uh, I don't know. Mm. The thing I'm going to hear is that she probably wasn't even there that night. Yeah. <laughs> she, she was nowhere near California. 
That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's a time. Hey, I, <laughs> I wanted to call in and, and thank you guys. To thank all of you that were there during the uh, during the Amara dinner, and just I what an incredible evening that was. And I did I didn't realize it because I've been so busy after that. I didn't realize that I hadn't talked to anybody since that, and except for uh, in a parking lot of a gas station. Somewhere yeah. out in the middle of nowhere, and I still and I, get out of the bathroom probably. Yeah, I, I still have the the photos, Dennis. I'll send you all of those photos I took of whatever oh, yeah. that car you, was. You guys that have Jim to hear this. Driving. Oh Jim yeah, tell him, tell him. Yeah. No, Jim Hamilton rented a car, and I don't even know what this car is. It's it like a, a Nissan. It was, was a go kart. It, it wasn't a car. It was, it was a, a it was a Nissan Rogue. Is that what it was? No, no, it wasn't even a rogue. It was something else. <laughs> the rogue it was like a... one. Yeah, it was like one step up from a Yugo. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> Why did he rent that? <laughs> it was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> I heard him calling it a clown car. Oh, no, sure, I, yeah. no. clown, clown cars were bigger. Wow. It was a juke. <laughs> juke. That's what it was. Yeah. Hmm? Juke? I'm sorry. Did you say juke J-U-K. or puke? Oh, juke. I've J-U-K. never heard okay. of a juke. A juke. Yeah, it was a juke. <laughs> I've never heard of a juke either. Somebody Okay, Google so that. this car is so little, and the headlights look like eyeballs. He looked like a Shriner driving a car. <laughs> it was $12 a day. So. Yeah, he oh got the special super rate on that one. Yeah, you got like Jim, you know, he's a big guy, right? So he's like stuffed in the front so seat. Then you got Dennis stuffed in the front seat. That cute big fat boy sitting in a <laughs> It really is a look. I'll I'll find one of the post pictures and post it on the site. Then I'll please. send you the rest of them. Because... No, you don't. You please, don't please. Snug okay. is a bug in the rug. Please post them. We have to see those. Nah, uh, yeah. we'll just. I want to see Dennis in a juke with Jim. Oh, hey, Hamilton. the only thing I lacked was the Shriners hat. I could have put one of them on, and I and I would have looked. I drove with them. No, you could, Dennis. You could not have put a Shriners hat on in that car. <laughs> They're too tall. It There's was no terrible. way you could have put the hat on. Maybe Jim. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> maybe maybe Jim didn't get the memo that there was no parade for the Amra thing. You think that's what it was? <laughs> oh, okay. So, so get this. We, we go into the gas station, Shad and I. I want my Red Bull, and he wants his Red Bull. And, like, Kevin is in front of us. And he tells the cashier, he's like, do not accept a card from those people behind me. <laughs> and she's like, are you serious? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Good one, Kevin. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Mm. And she was like so afraid. She's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> <laughs> they are known people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh! So we go up there. She's like, "I don't know what to do." Oh yeah, because Kevin had his poker face going. I'm sure. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So so you're this... lucky she didn't call the police at that point. <laughs> yeah, right. You really are. Oh my God! Are they criminals? He's that like, who are these crazy funny. people? <laughs> now that could have been funny, though, seeing Kathleen and Shad being questioned over that, huh? <laughs> but I, I tell you well, what, though, 
the most embarrassing part was when I was sitting in the car with Jim, and Kevin had Jim honk the horn. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, oh, don't do that again. Oh, it was worse than a It was terrible. So this is, is this a Nissan? Yeah. yeah. A Nissan Duke. Juke. 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 J-U-K-E. It had to Juke. be the 1295 special. Nissan Joke. Yeah. It should have been called. The Juke. I just have to. Oh, you have to. You you have to look at. I have to Google it now. As soon as as soon as you do, and and you envision Jim and and Dennis Dennis sitting in that car, (laughs) and then of course I do have a couple of pictures where I finally where some of one of us I don't even know who it was finally talked Jim into moving the seat as far forward as he could. (laughs) You told him. You convinced him. I wasn't going to admit to it, but had the seat completely up underneath the steering wheel. And uh, it, it's ugly, man. There's just it's a there, there is no coming back from that. <laughs> There's no way I could get in that car. No way. Oh, oh yeah, Ron. <laughs> no way. Can't no, no. to fit in that car. <laughs> of course, Kevin, Kevin, and his buddy get when they got ready to leave. They jump inside their big monster Ford truck they had. Sure. <laughs> you know, plus a leg room. And you got Jim and his juke. We offered to put. <laughs> no we offered to put him. Look, we offered to put the juke in the back in the juke juke whatever the hell it is. We offered to put, put that in the back up. of the truck. All the guys tried to pick it up. I was actually shocked it did it did have some weight. Yeah. I mean, if that'd been a Yugo, it'd been on, it'd still be there on its roof. <laughs> well, they should have called that an Igo because that thing was tiny. Wow, it was. But you you know what, man? You were styling it though. You oh, you, you were styling it. You made the. Be. You made the best of a bad situation. I'm surprised you just didn't go over and ride with, ride with the wandering buffalo. And <laughs> I, I, I tell you what, as soon as he beat that horn, I just about got out and got in there with him. That was embarrassing. <laughs> that really was embarrassing. <laughs> and there were people in the parking lot. If it had just been us, it had been fine. But there were people in the parking lot, and they heard oh, that. Oh, I see. And they looked, Jimbo, and they looked Jimbo's over. in the chat room. Why hasn't he called in and joined to in? To protect himself, at least. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't see he, won't, there's, he can't protect on this one. You know, there's, there's nothing he can do about this. To protect his the honor. Only, I, I saw him post up something that said it was $12 a day. I guess yeah. that's, I guess he feels that that's the only justification that, uh, <laughs> that he needs for that. There's somebody calling. It might be Jim. Let's see. Come on, Jimbo. All right. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, it's Shannon. What the heck? Oh, it's Shannon. <laughs> That's better yet. Go back to sleep, Shannon. Oh, you got God, this. I heard Kevin was on, and so I'm like, oh, shit. I, all right, darn it. Um, <laughs> 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 no, I heard you guys talking Shannon about Jimmy's little... Talk like Kevin. I heard you talking about Jimmy's little Geo Nat or whatever it was that he rented, and so <laughs> I... Uh, I had to call in. A juke. His. It's a juke? Is that what it was? Yeah. Like a, a, juke. a juke. A juke, yeah, like a juke box. <laughs> right. Jesus. Uh, hey, buddy, uh, Tim, just real quick, man, sorry um, about the family, man. Thank you, brother. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Really you know, do. That's... Prayers go out to you and, and your family for, you know, dealing with those kind of hard times it's rough man that's for sure and i thank you i really do thanks means the world to me so i gotta i gotta tell you guys um i didn't know kathleen before they came out here 
And other than Dennis Dayton hitting on me endlessly, I don't know what that was all about. But uh-huh. um, <laughs> I got to admit, Kathleen is she's she's like an Iron Woman. She got into water. We thought she had chest waders on. They weren't yep. chest waders. She had little boots on, uh-huh. and it was like some kind of a. I don't know, little Michelin man outfit. And it, <laughs> but she got in and sat down in this freaking water, Tim, and the water was 34 <laughs> degrees. Hell, it had snowed up here. And she sits right down in the water and starts mining. She's a champ. I'm what the you. heck? Hey. I, I, I had never seen anything like that, and she never complained once. Nope, nope. You know, I think Shad broke a nail, and he was, yeah. you know, whining off endlessly. <laughs> he walked off with Jim. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> hey, we won't mention he's a Marine. Oh, mercy. Yeah. No, we had a great time, and I, I wish I wish my buddy Kevin could have came up here. I, I know we would have had a lot of fun. And, oh, yeah. Um, I, know, I know, Kev, you were busy, and you couldn't make it. But uh, next time, brother, we got to get you up here. Oh, absolutely. Had I not had to deal with the... Uh had to deal with the county and, and subsequently ended up dealing with the state of California on wow. water. Um, everything would I would have been there, but you know yeah. there, there are times where there are times when the uh, where the dragon actually does win. Yeah. Well, and that, I would have been on a little bit earlier, guys, except that uh, we got a call out of SoCal today, and apparently the BLM. Um, has decided this is a guy that's already put up a bond, did a POO on a mining claim, and they're now saying his $500 bond, which has already been accepted, is not enough, and they're demanding $20,000, and they're just trying to take away the claim, and they got people watching him with binoculars and on and on. He's found all kinds of gold, but... So, anyway, yeah. we're dealing with that. We're going we're gonna to help this guy out. So. Good luck, Shannon. But, in other words, just another day in the Amra yeah. life. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Just another yeah. day. Yeah. Hey, I got to go, uh, I, and I don't want to take over the show here, but I got to <laughs> tell you, Tim, I got to go to um, a couple of buddies of mine um, that I actually met through Amra. Mm-hmm. They picked up a couple of load mines up out of Angels Camp north of me here. And, you know, I've been in a lot of load mines, probably like Kevin, and very few of them that you ever see visible gold in the wall. Uh, but we walked in there, and thankfully I had my camera, and I filmed a lot of this stuff. But we're standing in this this stope that's 20 feet by 20 feet square that they chiseled out and shot straight up to 100 feet up back up to the to the uh, surface. And mm-hmm. we're standing there because it was really the only light. Right. And I'm leaning up against this wall, and I'm talking to this old-time miner, and he's like, hey, you know, look right there. Right next to my head is a picker-sized piece of gold sticking out of the damn oh, wall. Wow. That was but, sweet. But uh, the vein of gold, it, it's really a remarkable mine. And um, the vein of gold was, you know, off and on probably up to a quarter of an inch wide in places. And I'd never seen anything like that. That is awesome. That is yeah, great. Yeah, so I got a bunch of samples I'm going to go and crush tomorrow. Oh, but, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Nice, Shannon. Nice. Very cool, brother. Hey, you keep up doing what you're doing, you and all your crew. and. Don't forget, everybody, support AMRA, man. They're out there fighting a the fight for us and doing a Absolutely. wonderful job, for sure. Well, I heard that you rewarded one of our uh, AMRA board members tonight. He, he won Jim Hamilton's yeah. Peter. <laughs> Did Jerry win it tonight? Yeah, Jerry won it tonight. Jerry Clements, yeah. yeah no, holy damn. Uh, he's a good guy. You know, I tell you, those guys... Uh, they sure work hard for us, and, and we appreciate that. Well, that's but, very cool. Um, well, I'll bail off here, guys. i got a lot of things I need to do tonight, and uh, uh, but I wanted to call in and say say hi to Kevin and, 
you know, just rib shad a little bit and Dennis sure. and, and uh, <laughs> tell him that Kathleen is ten times the men that they'll ever be. Oh my god. Absolutely, yeah. And yeah. the very first thing that I see is Dennis. Of course we had this the huge house that we rented for him. I walk in there and he's sitting at the kitchen table in his freaking little Spider Man underwear and no shirt on. <laughs> like what the hell? And eating breakfast. And everybody else was there. I'm like this is just so unacceptable it's not even funny. <laughs> Made breakfast. I, I can't unsee that. Oh no, you can't. Right? It's now. It's it's there. You. It's that vision. Shannon. How about when he was dredging and we look over oh, and Lord. there's nothing on from the waist down? We can't yeah. get that out of no, our. Uh, you can't minds either. Thanks. No, now I, I got that vision. That, no. that, well, thanks a lot for that. Yeah, well, no, thank I you just, very I, much. I, yeah, I, I just, and I'm, just, I'm the lady yeah. that has to travel with these guys. I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> yeah, wow. Hey, Shannon, That's Shannon, special. before you before you bail out, uh, I'm actually glad you called in because I, I I haven't talked to anybody. I haven't talked to any of you folks since I since I was at the Amber Dinner. And with you calling in, it's just perfect. First off, I want to I, I want to thank everybody that was there from Gold Prospector Space, and, and you know it was a great night. We had an incredible amount of fun. And, and, and Shannon, I want to thank you for, um, I, it was such an honor to, to, to be the MC for that evening. And I, and I, yeah, I, I just, I, I can't tell you thank you enough for, uh, for considering me for that night. And I, I just, I, it was just, a, it was a hell of a highlight for me. Well, you know, it's, it's going to be another highlight for you next year kevin because we voted unanimously to bring you back so but you know we'll do things we had so many damn gifts to give away it took forever so we're going to streamline that a little bit and we've got some things that we're going to do differently and um there may be something uh, completely different that you see next year um but i'll i'll reach out to you offline on that kev um, absolutely but we'll, we'll, well definitely you. get you back and buddy i can't thank you enough i mean you know it's it's rare that you meet somebody like Kevin Hoagland um, that turns out to be somebody that you call a true friend. And I'm not just yeah. blowing smoke here, guys. I really, truly mean that. He knows he knows what I'm talking about. And um, But I can't wait to get down there. I'm, I'm hoping to come down uh, in the spring and dredge with you, and I'm going to bring my six. So no yeah. more... Oh. No more Jim Hamilton, you know, gorilla tape and freaking tie straps holding the damn dredge together. I'm going to bring a pro line. <laughs> well, and someday, someday, if we can find enough water in a couple of places that I've been that I've been wanting to get into, um, I still have my tenant subsurface. Wow. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> I've never ran a ten. I've ran an eight, well, but not not a ten. Yeah, it's a ten-inch subsurface, so everything is right there with you. Oh, the that sounds thing, like fun. Yeah, the only thing that's down below, or the only thing that's above, is a motor and a hose. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah. else is down below. Just I don't like get in that. front of it. Don't get in front of it. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Yeah, we uh, we finally got enough water up here. It was twenty-four degrees, by the way, this morning. And um, anyway, the high was thirty-nine, so the ice didn't even thaw out today. But um, um, we've got enough water. I think I may actually go out and do some things on my own yeah, here. Nice. Yeah, it's time. Some yeah. some gold panning. Some gold panning yeah, on your own. Some gold panning. Yeah, yeah pan. with a little six-inch pan and a little hand shovel. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, 
Don't so, but here, no, this is the first time my pond has actually been full in two years, um, which is really quite shocking. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. But I'll tell you, since you guys have been up here, I've probably lost an additional 50 trees just oh, since you wow. were here. No way. Oh Due to the bark beetle. Yeah, I dropped a bunch of trees today. And oh, uh, it's just bad. We're going to probably end up losing... Um, we're, we're some of the lucky ones because we were watering the trees, hand-watering them uh, during the drought. But I have friends of mine. He had a hundred and about 175 mature pines at his house in Groveland. He has three trees left. Three. Wow. Holy cow. Wow. That's crazy. That's, it, it's just astounding. So we're going to lose about half of ours, and I'm just not looking forward. Lisa's coming up for New Year's, and she hasn't been up here since the tree deaths. And since I've had to clear cut it, and so I know it's it's just like, she's it's not listening tonight, but it's good. Yeah, she's going to be heartbroken. Mm-hmm. That's a shame, though. It yeah, is. but it anyway, is. well, I'll let you guys go and <laughs> and uh, keep up the good work there, everybody. And uh, it was a pleasure meeting you next year, Tim. You're going to have to come yeah, out. I'll man. be there next year. No, no reason I can't. Have no. a merry Christmas, there, Shannon. <laughs> hey, Shannon. Yeah, Shannon. Yeah. Uh, tell Charlie and Albert I said hi. I will do that. They got baths yesterday and br- <laughs> blow dried and brushed, and so, and then uh, I guess Charlie went and rolled in the mud after Mom gave him his bath. Wow. <laughs> yeah, awesome. so. Hey Shannon, uh, Shannon, give me a call when you can. Let's talk about Groveland. Uh, Brandon and I talked about that the other day. That's that's okay, a go. Yeah. Okay. I'll uh, I'll right. try to reach out to you. Uh, maybe I'll try to call you tonight. Okay. Are you on your phone? Uh, no, not tonight. I got. I got. Yeah, I'm on my cell, but i got a couple of things that are going on tonight. I'll, I'll, I'll try to give you a jingle tomorrow night, bud. All right, whenever. All right, okay. love you, brother. All, well. right. All right, see you guys. All right, bye, bye. Shannon. Bye. Thanks, buddy. Bye, Shannon. Yeah. So with that said, I'm going to drop out of here as well. I just wanted to I wanted to say first off, thank you. Um, Tim, I'm sorry. I, I, I've been in and out. I sounds like there's an issue going on with the family. or, or I, yeah, right. I'm sorry. I, I feel bad because I don't know anything that's going on, but. Um, I appreciate it, brother. No, I lost my father uh, Monday night, so it's been a long battle. And <clears throat> I, so I understand. What I've I been understand. My with. prayers are with you, brother. Thanks, brother. My appreciate it, man. Really do. Thank you. Thank you. And Kevin, thanks right. for stopping by. Like always, man. We always love it when you do. Yep. Never. And everybody, be safe. Take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. Enjoy. Remember what this you know these upcoming days are are really all about and it's it's yep. not about it's not about kathleen's backpack <laughs> dread or <laughs> right, right. things like that it's it's you know it's it's a lot deeper and, and a lot more meaningful than oh, yeah. although the dreads would be nice but yes, it would. you know there's there's yeah. other parts of it and sure. be well take care and again take care of each other and, and you know for everybody out there i love all of you guys i mean if you're in the dirt if you're in the water, I, you're, you're part of my you're, you're part of my family. So okay. thanks, buddy. Same here. We yeah. love you, Kevin. Kevin. Love you guys. Later, Kevin. brother. You too. Be right. well. All right, bye, buddy. All right, talk to you later. All right, take care. Bye, bye. All right, everybody. That's our good friend Kevin Hogan, the HC, and Shannon Poe from Amra called in there. So we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up now. I think uh, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. Dennis, I see Ray's on. If you want to send him a message and get his mailing info, I don't. He's just now finding out he won. So yeah, <clears throat> very cool. Congratulations to all of our winners again tonight. 
And thanks again to Jimbo's Gold for that awesome Pater giveaway. And until Wednesday night, everybody, have a great week, and we'll see you all then. Good night, everybody. Good night, night, everybody. Good night, all. Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 730 for another great show. For updates and more info, please go to www.prospectorsradio.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.